It is Freedom Friday, and we're back. James, what is going on, dude? It's been a, it's been a while since we've been on on a Friday. I think it's been like uh, two two or two weeks or so. Two weeks. We did the week with no show. Right, last Friday we didn't, and it's weird. I don't know people out there watching if they had issues with Rumble today. The last like week, Rumble's been. Um, you know what I've noticed actually since. Crowder got signed to Rumble and a few other people that they're like over people are leaving YouTube going to Rumble and it's like overwhelming their servers. Like big time. Which is a good thing. It's a good thing for all of uh, uh the smaller accounts on Rumble. It's it's good for the channel itself. It's I mean YouTube YouTube is censoring left and right and uh, it was really cool because the Nelk boys over the weekend had Donnie on the show. And remember the last time that the Nelk boys had Donnie on the show, yeah, they took him down. 7 million, view, 7 million views in 24 hours and YouTube took it down and Donnie called it. And that, that episode is still up on YouTube right now. And they did it over the weekend. So they're, they might be calming down with the censorship because of the mass exodus to rumble. It might be, it's only been up for a day. I noticed cause I checked before and they have a, I think a little less than uh five million views i believe everybody's going to watch the uncensored version on rumble the uncensored versions on rumble and i honestly were, i i actually tried to look for it on rumble earlier and i couldn't find it well because rumble's acting up and i'm sure this has something to do with it the nelk boys are probably bringing a very large audience to rumble right now along with the steven crowders and the other people um crowders getting since he's been on rumble his first week he was like getting 2.6 million views on Rumble, and he didn't even do those. He did not do those numbers on YouTube. He in on YouTube, the average episode was getting between three and five hundred thousand views. But literally now, even still, his his um his Rumble views are well in over a million every episode. But his first like five, like 2.5, 2.6 million views on Rumble, which is good. It's good for people like us because. We noticed that our channels, as small as they are, are getting um, more views than they have been since he's been on and other things. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I, I'd be—I haven't watched any of his shows since he's been on Rumble, but I'd be very interested to see if he's uh, changed the way he frames his show and the frame, like uh, the wording and things like that, to get around the censorship. If he's more loose and uncensored, yeah, I, I, I can answer that for you. What he, yes, the answer is yes. And what he's doing is now he's doing a show Monday to Friday, where he was always only doing a show Monday to Thursday. Dave Landau's not with him anymore. He's got some other uh, comedian that sits third chair. I forget his name. Um, but uh, he's got the Mug Club thing, and then what he's doing actually this this week Friday uh, today or yesterday was the last day of free Mug Club, and then I he's, he's going to do like he does on YouTube. He'll be on Rumble for a certain amount of time for free, and then if you want to see the rest of the show, you have to go behind the paywall at at his website uh, to see the rest. But if you watch him on YouTube, you can still catch it on YouTube now, but they have a YouTube dump button where if they're going to talk about something, I guess they're just trying to to still um, grab that YouTube viewership to bring it over to Rumble. They'll hit the dump button and then something will show up on YouTube like this show's available on Rumble. You know, uh, but he is saying things and 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 yeah, framing the way he's he's um, presenting things. Delivery, a little delivery difference now that he's then now that he's on Rumble. Yeah. Uh, 
Wow. Yeah. Mary, Mary, Mary BG too says Rumble's not responding, but uh, our, our, our good friend Brandy is in the audience on Rumble ch chatting it up in the chat room. So it's working for some people and it's not working for others. And uh, I couldn't get on Rumble all day. I had a problem I just as well. Yeah. I, I had a problem just making the, the, um, the live stream uh, happen mm -hmm. where it, I kept trying to do it and, and submitting all the information and everything. And it just, it kept bouncing back. And then finally it, it did it, but it's, it's rumble is not functioning. My app right now, if I don't know if you have the rumble app on your phone, whoever's out there, but mine, when I hit it, they actually just changed the phone app, the layout a little bit of it. I noticed yesterday, the day before, but it says I have no videos uploaded and no information at all. So like it won't even, the app will come up, but there's nothing on it. Um, and I can tell just by looking at my rumble that a lot of people are having trouble um, getting on because it's, it's the, the, the whole website is, is acting up. So it is what it is, but anyway, it's, it's, it's probably the servers can't handle the traffic that it's, it's, it's going through right now. There's probably more people watching now on rumble than ever before. And, and it's a good thing because again, it's going to put uh, what's it, it's going to put the establishment media YouTube on, on a very thin, thin ice. They're not going to be able to censor like they want to. They're not going to be able to, to ban people like they want to, because people, there's a mass exodus to go to uh, rumble and to go yeah. to other platforms. Like uh, I can't state this enough. And me and Alan, we were talking pre-show the Nelk boys having Donnie on a second time is a major win in the culture war, in my opinion. Yeah, your culture podcast, absolutely. A hundred percent. Whether you like the Nelk Boys or not, they reach millions and millions of people, and the young, the younger generations, they love them. Yeah. Um, and and I I think they're fucking hysterical. Some of the things that they do, uh, some of it's very cringy, but some of the stuff, like when they were going around to stores and just. <sighs> right behind people's ears, I was dying. That was one of the funniest things ever. I know, so like they're, they're not they're not the first people to do that, you know. No, like, no, no. But so, I, at the same time, it, it was it was very entertaining. I love the stuff that they're doing with Dana White and UFC. Yeah. Um, but having Donald, a guy like Donald Trump and Don Jr. and Tucker Carlson, having these guys on the show and letting them let loose, it it makes it cool. It makes it a cool thing to support Donald Trump. It may like to hear hear Kyle on the, the podcast say, you know, I, whether whether my audience likes this or not, I don't care. We need you back. We need you back in office like that resonates to a lot of people and makes a big difference in swaying hmm? their public. Because here's the thing. There's a lot of silent Trump supporters, even still to this day, that will message me or I'm sure you get messages like this, Alan. Oh, I love I love all the things that you post. I don't like or share because of work or because of this, that, or the yeah. other. Uh, there's still tons and tons of people that are like that. And when when someone like this comes out and makes a bold statement like this, like we need you back, Donald Trump. We we want you back in office. That that is a huge statement for people to come out and say, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad to say that I support Donald Trump and I'm, I'm team Trump 2024. Maybe I, I, I should wave my flag right now more than ever because not only uh, because of the uh, things that are going on around the world, but also because now people like the Nelk boys are making it cool to support Donald Trump. Well, that's, I mean, listen, that's the whole premise and the Trump camp is not stupid because that's why they went on the Nelk boys the first time to yep. play to the younger crowd and to show i mean you know 
that's the name of the game now in, 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 in conservative politics is you have to appeal to the younger crowd. And there are so many different ones, you know, like uh, whether it's just your, your based, you know, younger people that maybe you want to get interested in politics. And then you have, you know, your, your Christian based younger people that are out there. And, you know, there are organizations out there that I just can't completely stand like, uh, TPUSA, who is now officially dubbed uh, TPUS Gay, because uh, TPUS Gay really, um, unless you are um, a, a, a Bible banger, it's weird. How, how they, you either have to be extreme Bible banger, a wannabe Christian, a whore, a homosexual, or a drag queen, then uh, they'll give you a platform. They actually just um, recently. He just left Right Side Broadcasting. Him and I had a uh, little um, follow back and forth on Twitter today. Um, I, I I can't even I, – I had it up before, and I, I don't remember his name. I feel like an idiot. Oh, um, Preston Para. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been, he's been getting canceled as of late. So today um, – I had I had followed him, and I know he he was a a um, an op-ed journalist. He was on a, a right side um, broadcasting journalist. He left um, actually in the in March. He left Right Side Broadcasting Network because of his comments regarding uh, Ron DeSantis, and he's an opinion writer. But um, the Right Side Broadcasting saw his uh, his comments as unfavorable to the outlet. So today. They had posted some stuff that he um, he was canceled yet again today. He was supposed to be a speaker at TPUSA at an event, and he was blacklisted last minute and not really given a good reason. No, a terrible reason. Um, not even a, not even a reason. Nope. So um, I literally commented on it. Uh, you know, I said, "Well, now they're they're TPUS gay," and he he loved it. He immediately followed me and. Um, been kind of retweeting stuff back and forth. I'm going to reach out to him. Um, I think he's he might still be on a, on a Twitter. He is. He's still on a Twitter space right now. He's been on for the last couple hours with a bunch of people. Yeah, he's been he's been all over Twitter today. I've been seeing him yeah. everywhere. I'm going to reach out to him um, and see maybe he comes on a Friday with us and we rap about the you know cancel culture and and what like organizations like TPUSA is, is turning out to be. Because listen, Charlie Kirk. Or you know, or uh, as now he's been dubbed uh, Charlie KY Jelly because of all the homosexuality <laughs> embraces over a TPUS gay. Um, it, it is a scam organization because they have their own event, and you know, just like Jenna Ellis is a right. grifter. So you know, Jebba, old Jebba, Charlie Kirk um, is either close to or might be a billionaire by now because of TPUS gay, and. I will never call a TPUSA again. Turning Point US Gay. They literally will have this big elaborate event. Yeah, they have a big platform and they have their base and 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 politicians and you know members of Congress, even Donald Trump, have to go and, and obviously use that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then it ends. Nothing else happens. Everybody goes, takes selfies with their their favorite uh, social media influencer, uh, 
conservative media pundit or influencer and and politician if they run into him. Oh look, uh, Ted Cruz is here. Let's go take a selfie with uh, with Ted Cruz. And then that's it. Jenner's here. Let's take a picture with Caitlyn Jenner. Right, Caitlyn Jenner, the Ma- the MAGA drag queen, uh, the other whatever conservative and air quotes um, homosexual that they have parading around because you know whatever. It's no, just that's, that's that. Like, it, 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 I'm glad you brought this up, Alan, because this is exactly what uh, we're well, talking. Just, about. Just, just to be clear, no, just to be clear, I'm not gay bashing. I'm not against homosexuals. I'm just, I'm just tired of. I don't care if you're right leaning or you call yourself a conservative and you're gay and the whole. I had this whole thing with Bryce and Gray where we did a show about can you separate Christianity and conservatism? Some people say you can. Some people say you can't. I'm not okay. very religious. Uh, I might have some liberal, you know, or libertarian uh, uh, ideas sometimes, or or whatever. But I I don't want to hear people talking about and complaining about drag queen happy hour or drag queen story hour, which I completely despise and completely against. And then go and follow and like and retweet and go and want to take pictures with the MAGA drag queen. Okay, like I think that's disgusting. What 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 is the MAGA? I forget his name. What a lady MAGA? I think as he goes by, and it's like he's not a tranny or anything, but he's just he's a homosexual male that 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 has this persona of a Trump supporting drag queen and gets personal by events by like you know TPUS gay, which I think is ridiculous. Yes, it, it, no, I I I'm a hundred percent with you, and and this is this is exactly what I'm getting at with the culture war, whereas. You know, guys like Donnie going on a show that's not necessarily a political, politically motivated show at all. It's more of a comedy YouTube channel, uh, yeah. and doing that 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 that's a better way of attacking the culture war than because because we have to draw a line in the sand, ladies and gentlemen. Like they're they're coming after our children, they're coming after our traditions, our values. They're coming after everything, and I'm I'm all for if you're an adult, you want to do whatever the fuck you want to do go for it i i don't care like just like alan if you're gay i it doesn't bother me that's not i'm not trying to gay bash but again if we can i wouldn't want you to hate yourself so that's good yeah yeah, i know it'd be terrible it'd be be really difficult i'm going to blow a couple guys after the show Uh, (laughs) but um you made me lose my train of thought so it's (laughs) thinking about all these guys i'm gonna blow um but no, so so we have to draw a line in the sand, Alan, because, again, we we keep appeasing and, you know, bending the knee in the name of tolerance and allowing this behavior to go on. And saying it's totally OK, and it, they just keep pushing the goalpost further and further and further because we continue to allow it. We continue yeah. to say, ah, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I don't want to cause any issues. But again, we have to draw a line in the sand. Otherwise, they'll just continue to push and push and push until there's – to where we're at right now. Literally where we're at right now. It's it's upside-down clown world. They're they're saying this transgender shooter is a, is the victim now where she went out and did a com- committed a hate crime. Like we're, it's total upside-down clown world. And did you see the new thing they're doing, Alan? The new yeah. thing – I bet you, you if you haven't heard this, you're going to love it. They, they just passed a bill claiming that if – you're an LGBTQ down at the border. You're no longer allowed to be detained because you're a vulnerable person. This is a new bill that was just passed. But who so, passed if you're L- but who passed it? 
Where, where, where uh, I think I think I think it was, huh? A state law? Yeah, I think the state law. I I believe it's in New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Well, New, New Mexico is sick. I mean, New Mexico also has a uh, there. There's no limit on on anything with abortion. It's completely you know wide open. Uh, yes, I sent you. I sent you that yeah. video earlier. Yeah. Uh, she's totally. The governor is totally fine. Uh, speaking of abortion and listen, I like, I don't, I don't give a shit either way. I'm pro-life, but like you have all these fake Christians now that are hating on Trump, like uh, over lies. Again, the DeSantis social media influencers out there that are they're making this shit up about Trump and how he supports abortion. You know, Trump, he was the cause of the end of Roe v. Wade. He, he, that, that all came from him. Remember, the last four, let's take the last four GOP presidents. Uh, Ronald Reagan, he legalized abortion in California as governor, legalized it. Bush 41, his father provided seed money for the start of Planned Parenthood. So Bush 43, his grandfather, the Bush family provided seed money for the start of Planned Parenthood. And Trump, you know, championed the end of Roe v. Wade. But the fake Christians want to hate on Trump. Uh, it's, it's upside down world. Um, let me see. So this is a Fox article. No, this is under the department of Homeland security. So it does, it's, it has nothing to do with any state. So it's not, it's not a law. It's just, it's, it's a Homeland security uh, regulation then. Yes. But if you, if you're LGBTQ and you're crossing the border, you can, you, they can, they cannot detain you because you're a vulnerable persons. Now, let me ask you this, Alan. Sure. If you're trafficking, if you're trafficking children or drugs or anything illegal across the border, or you're just trying to get across the border mm-hmm. and you don't want to be detained, just like they do at the bathrooms, don't you think it'd be pretty easy for you to say, hey, I'm LGBTQ. You can't you can't detain me. And oh, sure, dude, you're 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 a, a transgender man and you could cross the border. He put a wig on and cross the border. I have six kids that are not mine that are with me. And now I'm going to go make money by selling these children to these these houses that we 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 discussed with Jason Frank and Brandy with Natalie. Uh, we've discussed multiple times. It's going to make it that much easier for them to cross the border because now they can't be detained. Listen, we have the, we have the secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, who, number one, has lied numerous times to Congress. He's lied under oath. All right. Just recently, he yes. he literally denied any knowledge of what the wristband system was and the, and, the, and the colors and the and the 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 monetary value on what on each wristband that children and women are wearing. You know, Josh Holloway ripped him a new Josh one. Holly, yeah, it, it, people are. The 345,000 children came over the border, okay, children, mm-hmm. and nobody's really I, – I was on Steak for Breakfast today doing the news, and we were talking about this. You can literally keep the ongoing running 24-hour tab and statistic on all the children that, that come over the border. You really zoomed in to see the statistics of how many are reported – of uh, being victims of whether it's rape, uh, ex- some sort of exploitation, molestation, torture, worse, being sold as a crime slave or a sex slave, and how many are not being reported. We already know, you know, the Project Veritas, James O'Keefe story that the federal government, our money, we are paying for 
the exploitation and trafficking of children through all of these uh, supposed safe houses where they're sending, you know, 10, 12, 14, 15 year old kids into houses with, with sexual predators who are illegal uh, immigrants, migrants. You know, it's, it's, it's wild. Um, Upside down world, Alan. And this is, this is where the fuck we're at right now. And um, again, it goes to drawing a line in the sand. Like this is why I have issue just like you do, Alan, with people like turning point USA, turning point US gay, I should say, yep. uh, because they're just allowing this kind of behavior and making it acceptable for everybody like this is totally fine like they're not coming for our kids they're not trying to indoctrinate us they're not trying to shove this down our throats 24 7 with every show and every every movie now like it's literally everywhere they're they're now they're now gonna have trans disney characters like it's 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 insane yeah and it's because we never drew a line in the sand it's never it's because we never said enough is enough and say like like it's it, it, it goes back to when they passed gay marriage and I used to even say about the hardcore Christians that were saying it's a slippery slope, like, uh, you know, eventually we're going to be doing some crazy, like, weird stuff. And, I, you know, I was like, nah, you know what, like, if they want to get married, let them get like, no one's bothering anybody by letting them get married. But what, 10, 11 years later, 12 years later, here the fuck we are. And, I, and we're saying, oh, yep, they were right. They were fucking right. And it's sad that we have to have to say that because there are people in that community like uh, Maddie Ray and, and Judith Rose who are fantastic human beings and and great people. And they have to deal with the um, stigma and the backlash of being gay in this community, even though they're against everything that we're they're They're with. They're on the same side as us when we're talking about the things that we're talking about right now. Yeah, it is a slippery slope. I mean. All depends on how much lube you use, but it, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but I just, I don't think that homosexual couple couples, gay couples, should have children. I mean, I'm not saying that because they're all sexual predators or anything like that, but I just the, feel the numbers don't lie, though. No, they don't. I mean, the large how, majority of the pedophiles are homosexual. I mean, how many how many same sex parents have been even just recently? Um, arrested for basically, you know, prostituting their, their adopted kids, yeah. literally prostituting kids out. So it's it's disturbing, and what's really disturbing is how the left embraces this. Um, they they want to be on both sides of the spectrum for everything, everything. You know, like they always uh, that, dude. They uh, always you know, like. Oh, you have to you have to respect women and empower women, but then we're allowing to let men dress up as women and 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 um, compete in sports. You know, we touched on that on Tuesday, but it's it's down the line. It's it's everything. Wow, um, Brandy just texted me. Uh, they're actually having a. Uh, anti-trafficking, human trafficking, child trafficking rally in Austin, Texas next Friday, so a week from today. Uh, go to howmanymore.com. She actually put it up in the chat on Rumble, howmanymore.com to get more information. But uh, next Friday in Austin, Texas at the Capitol, uh, they're doing a huge uh, anti-trafficking rally. So if you're in the area and you can make it, definitely get over to the Capitol on Friday next week. 
Um, I wonder how many counter protesters to that protest. There shouldn't be any, but being that it's, that it's in Austin, Texas, I wonder how many people will come out. California, of Texas. What's that? The California of Texas. Yeah, yeah. Like, how many people will come out with, with this with with some stupid protest against it for some reason? Like Antifa, there with ARs protecting the drag queen story hours. Right. Right. These, these sick bastards. Like, it's disgusting. Like, we should all be on the same page here. Like, everybody, doesn't matter what creed, what color, what religion, what sexuality, it doesn't matter. We should all be on the same page that human trafficking is terrible, especially child trafficking is the most e- one of the most evil things, if not the most evil thing anybody could be involved in because of all the things that come with it. And if you're not on that side of being against human trafficking... Uh, you deserve to be hung in the streets. You know, human trafficking, the, the the child sex crimes, the child exploitation, the ridiculous transgenderism that both the bullshit that goes in school. Like um, today actually, National Post article in a Wisconsin high school, a trans male uh, showered with four Wisconsin high school girls exposed himself. It was an incident in the school, and the parents of oh, the, the trans in the women's locker room and like took a shower. They were in the shower, they were in the shower. Wisconsin, a a trans male, okay, which is a biological male, um, showered with four girls, and the parents were not notified of what went on. Um, if and that the girls, the girls didn't tell their parents. Well, yeah, uh, they did, but the, the school did nothing. The school made no notification. I mean, if this is a violation of girls' privacy rights, this yeah, is a violation of, of a lot of things. Especially um, like high school. Like imagine they're freshmen. Like they're still going through puberty, like figuring themselves out, and there's this grown-ass man walking into the fucking locker room. 18-year-old student who identifies as a, as, as a, uh, a, a trans um, just, you know, went in and, decided to um well yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a trans male so i belong in the women's locker room i'm gonna shower there's a video i actually saw before the show uh of this trans woman i think red pill rants posted it this trans woman it was it was a, a fucking it looked like uh rachel levine actually it actually looked just like randy levine old randall levine looked just like him but it was like uh if you ever try to stop me from using a woman's bathroom, I will kill you. This is a call to arms to all trans women uh, and act uh, and and activation to to stand up and fight. They're coming for our rights. And I'm, Please, I'm like, I'm like, really, lady? She's like, yeah. If you ever try to stop a trans woman from using the woman's bathroom in my presence, I will kill you. Like these people are are are. are mentally ill well that that's exactly that's what i was gonna say P- people need to draw the line in the sand and realize that trans women are not women they are mentally ill men who dress up as women and trans men are not men they are mentally ill women who dress up as men or the next step is deciding to get ridiculous invasive genital mutilating surgery well, we're seeing more and more people come out and regret transitioning at a young age. Like it's happening more and more. Like even even that one that with that uh, was on TV, uh, Jazz. Yeah, 
she was on TV is like now having major regrets. Like can't even, can't even figure out who her, who, who she is or, uh, you know, uh, her personality or what she is. Like she's so lost. And I, and you look at that show, she was so young when her mother pushed this all, all on her. Like you could tell it was yeah. the parents preying on the children because they wanted to force this. Like, Kids, kids, especially younger kids are very confused and they're trying to figure themselves out. And, you know, like some, some, like, for example, I had a sister, like I would, I would have GI Joes and she would have Barbies. And some, uh, sometimes I'd be playing GI Joes and Barbies. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'd, you know, if my mother was like, Oh, James, you want to be a girl and start putting me in dresses and all of a sudden, like reinforcing that behavior, not just not like pushing it, but reinforcing it. And like, it's like, a, it, it it's a, a dopamine hit. Like all of a sudden you're a kid. Like it's like the kid that's at, at the party and starts dancing. And all of a sudden, everybody at the party, the little kid, the tiny kid gathers around the tiny kid who's dancing, cheering the little kid on. So the kid is putting on all these crazy dance moves. Cause he, everybody's giving him attention. All of a sudden he puts on a dress or wears a tutu or does something feminine and everybody cheers. Oh my God, you're so brave. Yay. This person, this child, is re- that's reinforcing that child's behavior and makes it think that doing these kinds of things are good and I'm going to get rewarded for this. So then the parent continues to reinforce it. How about how about when? Hold on. How about when the school system reinforces it? And when when you have teachers and school nurses and school psychologists that tell little Harry, "Listen, don't tell your parents that you want to dress up as little Sally." Well, We'll either get the pay, we'll either get the, the the change of clothes, or you bring clothes to school. You come to school dressed as Harry. Go to the nurse's office in the morning before your first class. Dress up as Sally, and everyone in the school will call you Sally. Okay, and this comes from the top now, especially in this sick satanic regime that we have in the White House. It was just the other day, just the other day, and I have the clip here. Washington Joe, State. Joe Joe Biden's education secretary can't answer the, the individual charge with being running the education system in the United States of America refuses to answer <laughs> what is a woman. So can't, can't figure it out. Literally, this is this is uh, uh, Congressman Clyde, and he's going to ask. The education secretary, which, first of all, the Department of Education should be completely disbanded, defunded, and burned to the ground, yep. asks him, what is a woman? And this is the deflection. Listen. I can't hear it. Very low. It's good. Uh, anybody in the chat? Can you guys hear this?
it was it was it was playing uh, maybe maybe it's low on your end it was playing on through it's playing through my audio feed so if people can hear me they can hear that yeah i couldn't i couldn't hear it at all no uh, the brandy said they can't hear it oh, all right oh all right in any case he cannot define what a woman is and all he kept saying was the job of the department of education was to be inclusive and all this other stuff it was um, a giant deflection it was i don't know why you couldn't hear it it was actually play it's very weird it was playing through my through my uh through my audio feed so i don't know why literally on the same audio so whatever it is, what it is. so we'll yeah, move on with the audio clips but it, listen from teachers whether it's teachers whether it's the secretary of education they will not commit to gender identity because of this narrative of, well, you can be whatever you want to be. Okay. That's, that's where we're at. And until we make big changes, that's how it's going to stay. And one of those big changes, obviously, you know, consequences, but all right. So you can elect all the people you want. It's that deep state element, which is unelected bureaucrats, right? That are that are unaccountable to the American people. Unelected bureaucrats. All right. Oh, like the, the the president can't. Whoever the sitting president is can't fire unless there are certain policies passed. That's something that Donald Trump was working on. Okay. Yep. Like all of those people. And here's another thing that I, that I get heated about now. All of the single-issue voters about Trump handled COVID, and he should have fired Fauci. Hey, you fucking morons. Donald Trump could not fire Fauci. He, Donald Trump had no authority as a sitting president to fire Dr. Fauci. No sitting president could have fired Dr. Fauci. There's a reason why he was the longest tenured uh, in the in government uh, official, longest tenured government official. He he's been there forever. Even a secretary Mayorkas has been in some type of federal government bureaucracy for decades. He didn't just show up and all of a sudden become the secretary of Homeland Security. He's bounced around in government until it was his time when the right regime came in and brought him up. And this is the thing: not one cabinet member. We couldn't think of one today. I was on uh, steak for breakfast talking about it. Not one single cabinet member has ever been impeached and removed from office. We are pretty sure in the history of the United States. And if anybody knows otherwise, we want to know about it because we couldn't think impeached of impeached and removed or fired. Because there's been some that have been fired. Oh, impeached and removed. For no, we're talking about you know impeached yeah. and removed. Yeah. First I, I is something that. different. But, and this is the thing, like, so you could turn around and you can take your top, say, three. All right, that that, uh, that that people think should be uh, removed. Uh, Mayorkas for Homeland Security for the ridiculous border crisis and bullshit that's going yep. on down there. Yep. You can talk about Eric Garland and the DOJ, who now there's some shit coming out about him, the highest level, the top cop, highest ranking law enforcement official in the United States, corrupt as can be. Or you could talk about little Mayor Pete Buttplug and transportation <laughs> out in Ohio and all that shit. But, um, like and i know you know jim jordan is, is talking about it there's some others i i believe there's 
uh, some buzz about articles of impeachment. And I think what we need to see from the Republicans right now, whether whether they can make it through the Senate or not, is an impeachment. And me out of those three, I, and I think the 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 eat maybe the most profound that would that would resonate with the American people is Mayorkas as the first sitting cabinet member to be impeached and removed. Because I think that's what America needs. I think that's what we need as a country is to see that a deep state, unelected bureaucrat, unaccountable to we the people who's there crafting policy and pushing elected officials around like their chess pieces to, to be removed, impeached and removed from office for at minimum dereliction of, of, of you, you know, and, and, and Mayorkas is, I think at the top of that list. It's um, as of July, 2020. So no one else since only one cabinet secretary, William Belk, Knapp has been actually impeached. Two others resigned while impeachment proceedings were taking place. Right, but he wasn't impeached and removed, I don't believe. Like, he wasn't impeached, convicted, and removed. Like, no one was really, was actually removed. Like, all right, they got impeached, had a trial, and he was convicted and removed. Um, so it, it, not, not that I, I don't think he was, but Regardless, something needs to happen. There needs to be accountability on so many levels. And you know, you're gonna see you're hearing all, all this all this bullshit about you know Donald Trump and COVID and Ron DeSantis and COVID and this one and COVID. Like again, it's not like a broken record going through the primaries, but if you're sitting there just had daydreaming about Operation Warp Speed and daydreaming about Donald Trump being a COVID vaccine salesman and and lockdown king and your single issue voting on COVID, you are a fucking moron. You're so dumb. Like you're, you're dumb. They, they they there's so many people, Alan, that have such a monolithic view on everything that's going on. Like people people forget. The things that this man accomplished, the things that got done under all of the backlash, under all the impeachments, Russia, Russia, Russia. Like we can go on and on and on about the things that they did to this guy while he was in office and still accomplish more for the for for us. We the people, not not for his lobbyists, not for the bureaucrats, not for the rest of government, like most politicians have done throughout history for us. We the people were under constant attack. And was put in a situation that was a no-win situation. Let's be real. The, the, the China virus was a no-win situation. By design. It was meant to be by design. We were yeah. doing so well, and they could yeah. not have the orange man yes. shine like he was. They and, needed something. And still, and still accomplished a lot while he was during during the, the China virus and almost got the platinum plan pushed through and did prisoner. Like there's so many things that he did and still brought the economy semi back to what it was pre China before he left office, which was also amazing. Right. And again, people forget that they wanted to keep us locked down. They needed us to keep us locked down. And they also forget that we've said this many times in the show, but for those that are new, the vaccine was an inevitability. It was coming, whether it was Donnie or whether it was another regime. It was coming no matter what. And I'll tell you right now, 
If it wasn't under Donnie, there wouldn't be uh, emergency use authorization, which it would have been FDA approved immediately. It would have been mandated immediately because of the way it was released under Operation War Speed under Donald Trump's administration. It actually gave us, we the people, a leg to stand on, a, a way to fight back and push back and use our minds and think freely as individuals, because that's the whole purpose of this thing. We say all the time, we don't worship Donald Trump. We're not Donald Trump cultists as much as we love what this man has done and as much as we want this man back we're still free thinkers and just because he says something doesn't mean i'm going to jump like if he told me to jump off the brooklyn bridge i'm not jumping no if he tells me to get the vaccine i'm a free thinker and he banked on the people who follow him and actually pay attention he said you know what these a lot of these people are free thinkers and they're gonna think for themselves and make the right decision. I'll fall on this sword because it's coming either way. So maybe I'll give them a leg up by putting it up during, during an emergency use authorization. So they can't mandate it because that was what they wanted. We know they wanted to mandate it and they refused to take a, a 10,000 foot, 40,000 foot view at the entire picture and realize that the entire establishment, everything of the establishment, entertainment, big pharma, the, 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 the food industry, everybody is coming after Donald Trump. Why? Why? Because they don't want him in office. No. If we are anti-establishment and we want to get rid of this global elite, if they all hate this man, that's telling you something. I say it. I say it all the time. I tweet about it just to annoy people. Is I want the guy in the Oval Office who the government doesn't want in the Oval Office. I want the guy as president that the deep state bureaucrats don't want as the president. That's me as a middle class, hardworking American citizen, registered voter. That's who I want as president. And so nothing else really matters to me. I mean, the counter argument to that, Alan, and to play devil's advocate, and I'm going to destroy this this argument afterwards. But this is what I hear a lot from people, especially in the truther community. Oh, he does that because uh, he's controlled opposition, and he's there to cause divide and create division to p make us pick sides, one side or the other. Based on, but hold on, all right. Based on what information? Are they are they are they gathering that? Are the they one, the that one, out of their ass? The Why? one the one the one the one piece of evidence that they 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 have that holds a little bit of water in my book that if I turn out to be wrong, this is what I would look to is that uh there was a point in time where he did take a loan from the Rothschilds. Uh so Listen, oh, all right, but but you know, but, you realize, hold on, in, in, in Donald Trump as a New York City, the the biggest New York City real estate tycoon and developer, also yes. did a loan business deal with George Soros in 2004. Nothing political. Realized that every big New York City business from and business person from Donald Trump to uh, what's his name, um, uh. God, I, I can never pronounce his last name. He owns all the Christidis grocery stores. His daughter is the uh, Republican chairwoman for the state uh, of one of the organizations. 
the way it works in New York when you're that big is locally Democrat, nationally Republican. And that has always been Donald Trump and his father since the 70s. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Literally, Donald Trump's father in his office. And Roger Stone tells a story when he first went to go meet, meet um, Trump's father and saw all the prominent Democrats that he took photographs with in his office and thought he was in the wrong place until he said, well, I want you to meet my son and pulled out of his drawer checks, donation checks, and said, well, you're not in the wrong place. This is this is the deal, and showed him a very large check to a New York Democrat and a larger check to a national Republican. All right? So, I mean, you no, can't. The game. You can't the truther community you don't want to offend anybody out there, but get your fucking heads out of your, out of your asses. Yeah. Most of you wouldn't know business sense if it hit you in the fucking head with a brick. No, they wouldn't. All right? You're you're hundred percent right, Ellen. And this is what I, I I I always say about Donald Trump rubbing elbows with these people for so long. Like he realized that if he wanted to succeed, he had to do business with these people because they literally control everything. Like that's a reality. We can I all to do it with Chuck Schumer. I own two businesses in New York. Okay. I have pictures of myself that I'd like to use as a fucking dartboard. One of them, I actually have made a joke and set on fire of me and Chuck Schumer literally despise this piece of shit. But there were certain things I had to do in business to deal with that piece of garbage. Hating him, never yeah. gave any money to his campaign. I didn't have to. I had to do other things, not blow him. Right blow him. No, you had to blow him. Oh, oh, God. No. Well, maybe you blew his wife. Do you, do you have you seen I his blew, wife? I, yeah, I, blew, I blew his wife twice. She's got a she's got a a bigger uh, a bigger one than uh, than. She old looks old. like uh, Colonel Vinman. With a wig. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. Like except, Colonel Vinman with a wig. Yeah, but I I wish That's I wish the scandal came out of Chuck Schumer banging black crack whores actually came to surface, but nobody really has solid proof. It's just known. Well, you remember you remember you remember that video that came out a while ago of their apartment in Washington D.C. that he shared. I forget what other senator he shared it with, uh, but it was yeah. like a rat infested dump, like with food and shit everywhere. Like it was like a frat house. And they, bang, they would bang black crack whores there from the from D.C. Yeah, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. They did. I know they did. Most people knew that they did. But listen, so, okay. Again, again, I'll bring it to single issue voting. All right. What's the alternative then? If you're going to tell me that he's controlled opposition, because if 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 the alternative is, and if I hear this from from people, I'm just you're literally going to get out of me. Then you're a fucking loser, and you should really consider yourself breathing oxygen in this world. Is we'll just black pill everybody and burn it to the ground and don't vote yeah. and don't bother. Then yeah. you know what? You know, I will drive you to the fucking train tracks and put the earphones on you and send you in the opposite direction that the train is coming because that's about as use as I have for you. You might as well. I mean, you're, you're basically giving up. You're basically saying, oh, okay, well, there's nothing we could do. We, we could just better just put a bullet in our brains and call it a day uh, because it, it, it drives me nuts that people will just give up. Yes, I agree. They control everything. But they're, they're, 
there there are so many pieces on the chessboard if you take a step back and look at what's going on like people so many people don't even realize that there is an active investigation a special counsel investigation into hunter biden and there's no uh leaks in this case whatsoever there's none uh there, there there's there's things going on that are still in play donald trump says all of the time put it this way alan we we talk about it on the show Regularly, the World War Three is knocking at our doorsteps. China is about to invade Taiwan. It, it, it is knocking on our doorsteps. And Donald Trump says all the time, all the time at his rallies. He spoke today. I bet he. I, I didn't see it yet, but I bet he said something like this today. Oh, he was at the Reagan dinner and uh, the yeah, 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 he spoke dinner. today. I, I didn't watch it yet. Down but in uh, Fort Myers, he he says all of the time, and. I could stop World War III in less than 24 hours. Let's just say World War III is ready to, to, to pop off. Like, it's inevitable. And it looks like it's getting there. It really does. And most people on both sides of the aisle do, don't want this. Like, the average individual, doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican, conservative or liberal, they don't want this. The people do not want this in Russia, in the United States, across the board. And what if the last minute Donald Trump's like, let me, let me give let me, let me go talk to these guys. Let me see <laughs> if I can work out a deal. And the people, if, if, if there's no other option, it's either send Donald Trump to try to work out a deal or go to world war three. We're going to send Donnie, but they won't. And they never would. And Never. Well, well, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, because we say from time to time on the show uh, and speculate that what if Putin and Xi are working together to stop the global elite, to stop this one world government for their own selfish reasons? I'm not, not to help we, us. They would, they would want to destroy right. us in the interim. Yes, yes. But, but they, 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 they also want, China dominance and Russia wants Russian dominance. They want the, I think Putin wants the USSR back. But, but then again, what I'm about to say kind of conflicts with that because we spoke about it on, on with the two doomed men when we did the show together uh, in the shed Mm -hmm. about how, uh, you know, Putin has kind of let them cross the line over and over and over again. Like, uh, you know, when Gorbachev made the treaty, they weren't supposed to move any further east uh, and now they're all the way to Ukraine and everybody else is a part of NATO. And Ukraine is basically the the red line for, for Putin. Like, hey, if you if you come to Ukraine, uh it's it's over. We're not allowing that to happen. Right, right. Um, but if he really wanted war, he'd have every reason to go to war because we broke the treaty and NATO broke the treaty over and over and over again, signing these new countries. So that being said, it doesn't seem like he really wants to go to war either. It doesn't really seem that way. He's the richest man in the world. <laughs> like, be real, if he if he if he wanted to destroy Ukraine, he could do so within hours. Within hours, shut off all their internet, shut off all their energy, shut off everything, just completely destroy them, starve them to death, and totally screw them. And I wish he would hurry up so we could stop sending the money. I, I agree, but no, it's horrible. I don't want to have people in Ukraine. No, I don't want the, the, the people of Ukraine to die. I agree. But uh, 
if he wanted to, he could. Let's be real. And no one, no one put, puts, talks about that. Like, if he wanted to just rain hellfire on Ukraine, he, all of their energy, everything that they get, is com- it comes from Russia. Everything. And most of the people of Ukraine want to be part of Russia. They want to join, join Russia. Uh, if you actually talk to a lot of the people in Ukraine, especially in the Donbass area. Um, but again, what if Donnie and Xi and Putin still have comms together in some way? What if they still communicate in some sort of, I, we know, we know him and, and Kim Jong-un write letters back and forth. Yeah. I, I, um, and what if they're community? What if, what if what if they are communicating? Because let's we do not want World War Three. We knew, we know Donald Trump does not want World War Three. We know that that would be one of the worst situations, not just for the United States but for humanity as a whole, if we went into a new in a kinetic World War Three. It'd be a, one of the worst possible things. And and for those who think that it wouldn't hit our soil, are very sadly mistaken. I think it would hit our soil in certain ways, but not in um, uh, like. I don't think it'll be. I think destruction ways. I think there'll be there'll be destruction of 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 cities and things like that. I think there will be absolutely mm. in World War Two with with Germany and, and places like that. I I, I true the the technology is too good. It's 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 so much different than than those times. Like it's we're, different. We're, I mean, t- technology, I can somewhat agree with, but I'm I'm talking like boots on the ground here in our country. Our no, country. I'm saying like like missiles hitting our our soil, like uh, mm. and and being launched into 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 our cities. I don't think um, I don't think any country. Even even no even even now I don't think any country would uh, attempt to do that because you know no 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 matter who is at the helm it it they they're not they're not going to tell about it whoever that country is they're not going to live. Alan, I I I would normally agree with you, but our country has no longer the stoic country that it once was but they still Are, know they still know in the back of they they don't want they can push the envelope theoretically as much as they want and make us the laughing stock and make us seem like we were we are we're, a laughing we're, stock right what i'm saying that's where that's that's about the extent of it theoretically is they they don't want it they don't want to push the envelope and test it so let me ask you this though let me ask you this let me ask you this because we know that this war is being fabricated. This is not a war that's happening organically. This is this is a war by design, being pushed by this global elite. Being, uh, you know, like like we reported last week, how the United States has troops in Ukraine and has gone against, uh, hasn't gotten congressional approval. Like these are things just blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. Like these are acts of war over and over and over again. That is being designed by the 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 global elite, the deep state, and what my question really is is I I agree that that's that, that the United States people would be pissed off, but what are we going to go do? Are we going to go send more of our sons and daughters to die in a war that means nothing? Or no. are we? You know what I'm saying? Like really think about this. Like that's that's all that's doing is is helping their cause. Like by doing so. Like because I don't. I agree. There, I don't think there will ever be boots on the ground in the United States. It would be suicide for yeah. the for any troops coming through. It'd be suicide. They may be able to get New York City. They may be able to get 
in, in New Jersey a little bit, especially if they, then I, they, they wouldn't even attempt it. You know, like they, they, they wouldn't even attempt it. And no, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I'm just saying if they did, they may be able to get that. But once they get to the Appalachian mountains, it's they're, 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 they're fucked. Uh, they, they wouldn't get past that. And, and, but, but at the same time, they have the technology to do drone strikes, to do bombs, missiles. So do we. And, and infiltrate. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. But, but my point is previously in previous wars, we didn't have that worry in the United States. It was, it wasn't like there was, there was things happening. Like we're all of a sudden we're sitting in our homes that you live in a city and we're sitting in our homes and, and sirens are going off because missile attacks are coming in. Yeah. Like that's a very real possibility. If world war three goes kinetic and happens. See, I, I, I get it, but I, I don't agree that, um, like, I don't, I don't have that concern at all. Like at all. I'm more concerned about the attack of our infrastructure because they don't need to attack us. Like, Oh, that's a big concern. I'm with you. Missile attack. They don't need to do that to us. They only need to go after our power grids. They only need to go after our, uh, yeah, whatever type of energy system you want to think of that we have, they they only have to go after our water supply, um, strategically and time right. And they don't need to fire one missile, like literally that. That's the way. I I definitely agree with you. That is another. That's another way to completely cripple us as a nation, uh, and not just that. If we have no food, we have no water. They cut down our supply chains. There's a total energy grid blackout. Like it, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be as worried about foreign invaders as I would about all the lunatics that are taking advantage of the situation and looting and rioting in a full purge situation. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I think about it. I'd be more concerned about that happening where they were attacking our infrastructure, where we were left in the dark. And really, at a standstill, I'd be more concerned about our own people. Yes, desperation. Yes, and, 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 and hurting each other. Yes. And a foreign nation actually coming here and attacking us. They would, they would I, cause I, the pandemonium. Um, I, yeah, I think that's definitely more of a threat. But I also think that it is possible that missiles rain down in our cities. And, uh, uh, be, be, and and the reason why I bring that up because it is just different from any previous war where our soils weren't really attacked. The good, the good thing is we would know probably even before or right when certain missiles were launched and by the time they got here, our, our defense systems and our military – Remember the uh, the false alarm in Hawaii in like 2017? Yeah, it was like seven minutes between the time the, the notification went off and the time it was supposed to hit Hawaii. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do in seven minutes? I mean, I don't. They can have Hawaii. They can have you know. Yeah, but like, again, again, that's just to show the time frame of something like, happening. When, um, you, when you're talking about cities, like like you, if anything's going to happen, sorry, James, but if anything's going to happen in New York in in, in the United States, it's going to be the West Coast. <laughs> Uh, it might be uh, uh, West Coast, but again, it, it, I mean, DC would be a target. Uh, it, would take forever. it would take forever for them to get to DC. It would take forever for them to get to New York, 
with with they would we would be sitting here just waiting like all right you know you know what i mean like not not with with ships and things like that and submarines and drones are you kidding we we we, you don't think you think all that stuff would just be able to 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 come undetected no but but again i'm they these people who are pushing for the war are also the people that control these systems that are detecting oh, them. Come on, stop. All right, so yeah. All right, we know they're coming. We're not going to tell anybody. Guy. What do you mean? What, what, Alan, these people control all of this. They want a war. So so, so you're saying that the, let's just take the space. I'm for- saying the same people that constructed Operation Northwoods and wanted to kill innocent uh-huh. Americans are the same people that are pushing for this war the same group of individuals you think you 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 think right now in this day and age that that every member of of our military who are charged with working these detection systems are all going to fall in line no but i think i think i think that that the leadership in those spots are a lot of them are compromised yes i i think a lot of them in the leaderships leadership roles um, you know, just I mean, how many how many times have has has things like this where systems are in place that are supposed to go off? Like 9-11's a huge one. NORAD was supposed to pick that shit up and nothing happened. We had all these systems in place and nothing what happened. Well, what were they supposed what was NORAD supposed to pick up for 9-11? The planes. They didn't intercept them at all. They didn't send out any any fighter jets to intercept the planes whatsoever. It was really there was they had, they had a training, they had a training exercise literally the day before. To do exactly that, to intercept commercial airlines that have been hijacked, and and it was literally the same time. So, th- and this yeah. is why NORAD didn't pick it up because they thought it was a training exercise. That's that was their excuse. Neither here nor there, and, you know. So these are systems it's, that are in place that fail because I, the people that I want to be a stretch. I get it. I, I get it. Yeah, listen, it's 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 all theoretical anyway, you know. Of course, but I, Alan, you could agree with me. We're, we have World War III knocking on our doorsteps. It's here. It's not like uh, uh, really. I think, I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of posturing. Um, I think that, of course, there's, there's a possibility of it, but I think it's a different, I think the World War III that I'm thinking of is different than maybe what you're what you're, you're thinking of and, and, and talking about right now. Again, I don't think we're going to, if there is a World War III, it's going to be maybe Europe-based, that you know area, the obviously the Russia-Ukraine area, that, that that's all going to be majorly affected. But I don't. I just don't. F- our resources are going to be majorly used, obviously. In, in are already depleted. Well, what I mean, other countries. If that happens, and other countries are fully engaged fighting, and I would hope that before we decide to send any boots on the ground anywhere, um, we already did send boots on the ground. I'm talking about frontline fighting. I'm talking about frontline fighting. I mean, straight up, like. We're going to fucking invade Baghdad fighting. Um, you'll see a lot of the the remote, the drone strikes, and the and the things like that. The unmanned weapon systems being used. 
listen, I don't want to see any of it. And is, I don't it, either. is it possible? Yes. But they, so the, the long or the short of it, the fact of the matter is we have a lot of things on the horizon in this country. I mean, we, we we're going to have the theoretical muddiest and most heinous political uh, presidential election probably in the history of the world in 2020. The most important. Um, most important. And this is the thing because, listen, I'm 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 really weary. It's well, it's wearing on me already. The whole infighting of the listen the the old the old Republican Party is dead. It's dead, and people have to realize that it's dead. Yep. And if we good. if we good. stay on the path of the old Republican Party and the good old the, the grand old party and the 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 side parts and and red ties, um, the the old white man you know Republican Party if you want to call it that whatever you want to do then we're not going to accomplish anything and conservatism and the right wing in that sense will age out and die where the new Republican party, the conservative movement or MAGA movement, America first movement, the populist uh, movement is the most important thing um, that could happen to this country right now. And it needs to excel. It needs to spread. It needs to increase. It is, but it's also very, very split because again, just listen. I, I'm right now as the conversations I have with you. I'm not yet convinced. I'm not going to be convinced until I hear him say it that Ron DeSantis is going to run for president. Because even if he, and I don't care what all the social media, the DeSantis industrial media uh, influencer complex is, is saying, whatever industrial complex, all these paid influencers and and whatever else. He's down in the polls in some states behind Trump, like 40, 50%. I don't, I don't see mathematically, because they keep saying, when well, he announced he's going to surge in the polls and you're going to you're going to see, you're going to see. He's like in quicksand right now, still sinking. And I don't see him getting a lifeline, getting his numbers where they need to be. And I'm going to tell people again, if you want to see this country succeed like it did pre-COVID, pre the very strategically planned China virus meant to take out Donald Trump in America, then you need to come to terms and realize that Donald Trump needs to do another four years. Donald Trump's not going to save the country, and I'm not saying that. So don't go, oh, this guy, this Trump cultist and this and that, and he, that's his God. No, no, no. Donald Trump is a movement. He is a symbol mm -hmm. of a movement. And we saw that when he came down the escalator and the base and what that caused between as something as small as the meme Alliance and, and, and all of these organizations that rallied around this America first magazine. Yep. You, we need them all together. We may not agree on everything because we definitely don't. Me and Alan don't even agree. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, you're a scumbag. What we could agree, what we could agree on Straight is the up. direction we want the country to go in. 
and 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 where we want it, we want to be energy dependent. We were on the verge of making trillions of dollars selling energy all over the world under Donald Trump until they well, you're selling rice to China. Yeah, we yeah. Well, tell me what president sold rice to China. All right. I mean, it's like selling dildos to nuns. It's impossible, and he did it. You know, yep. I, I sell ice to Eskimos. I'm Donald Trump. I'm going to sell rice to, to to China. You know, like. It's you, 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 you really, you really have to open your eyes and realize Trump, Donald Trump being the symbol of a movement. If he's in the white house in four years, it's a start to put the American people back in the driver's seat to get this country moving in the direction it needs to move. So we're going to need a decade for it to, be where it was a short three or so years ago, but him in the driver's seat directing, directing yeah. the ship. I mean, I really don't think it needs. I mean, look at how quickly the Biden policy and Biden regime uh, overturned Trump's policies and brought in, it back in, in a month. In a in a month. Yep. In in a, in a month. Okay, so, so let's uh, go uh, further back. Let's go on, further on, back. Wait, I, I, I'm just saying. Listen, in a month that Biden was in office, my investment, my financial portfolio, my investments in my retirement as a self-employed business owner was down. Was in a month, forty-five days, over fifty percent. Was down over fifty percent. I believe it. I know people that were down more. Mm-hmm. 25 days after that piece of shit. The executive orders that he signed and, and the things that he did. So we'll, we'll go even further back, though, because we saw how quickly all of the things that Donnie did was undone by uh, a couple of quick strokes of the pen. 2016, Trump wins, comes in 2017 of decades, decades of abuse and control over these systems. And how long did it take him to bring it back? Two years, two and a half years till we were, our economy was booming. Our, our gas prices were under $2. Our, I don't even know if it uh, took him that long. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, no, like, like as a whole, like told, cause it was one thing after another, like it was the unemployment he attacked. Then the gas prices came down. We became energy independent. Like it, it was just all these things that were happening. And, and, and but you have to think of, all of the systems and regulations and red tape that he had to remove that were in place for decades to, to get to where we were and remove all of those things. So it was undone very quickly by Donald Trump. And then it was also undone what Donald Trump did very quickly by the establishment. And I think this is part of the reason why Donnie knew he was going to lose. Uh, because again, it showed that he can come in and 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 turn this country amazing. He can he can get the economy booming. Unemployment could be great. Gas prices could be low. Right. But as soon as he leaves office, he's no longer allowed to run for office. Like if he was in this office for four more years, as soon as he got out in 2024, and they got a Democrat in 2024, or even an establishment Republican, they're gonna all of a sudden undo all of Donald Trump's policies in the name of he's a tyrant dictator, and go very quickly we'll be in this situation where our country is shit. They're preying on the people. They're taxing us to death. Food and gas is a million million gajillion dollars. It'll very quickly 
no, it won't be the America that Donnie left us with. Right now, as we sit here today, James, imagine mm-hmm. this. Imagine this, everybody. I'm imagining. The better your credit score. Oh, <laughs> this one is great. The fucking better your credit score. Your FICO score is 740 or above. You're going to pay an extra at least 1%, if not more, in interest rates. You're fucked either way because now if you decide to go open up a bunch of credit cards and get a bunch of credit card uh, uh, inquiries, lower your score down to like 620. So now you have a lower credit score where nobody wants to give you anything because they're not changing the way they want to give you any credit. Then you get a a 1.75% discount on your mortgage. So it's they if this isn't a case of right now the regime and our government wanting you with bad credit and poor with the incentive incentivization of when you go buy a home you'll get an almost 2% discount discount on your fucking mortgage but people forget that it was like 1.3% interest when when Donnie yeah, was on People right. forget that, but they were but giving out like three percent for mortgages. Now they're six, seven percent. I think a friend of mine just uh, just closed on a house. I think I think he's like se- I think he this I think seven percent, seven percent. Insane. And it's it, it just again it just goes to show that they want you poor. They want to wipe out the middle class. You're either in the elite. This is the college scam. Very wealthy ruling class or you're poverty stricken, dependent on the government, fuck small business. You do, They don't want you to own a home. They want you with no credit. They want you to rent. They want you to not own anything. You own nothing and be happy. This is literally like they're building cities like this. They're, they're already the, prepping people for it. The mayor of the city of New York literally – New York City probably has some of the best steakhouses hmm. in America. Yep. And literally, the Literal. mayor of New York wants to attack meat and saying more emissions or see or carbon dioxide. It, He's like, not only am I, not only is it proven, uh, and I'm, I am, I am the proof that it's healthier for you and gives you a better uh, lifestyle, but it's also better for the environment. And better for the earth. What? Eric Adams, you have no business talking about diet. None. They they want us to not eat meat. They want to set fire to meat processing plants and kill 20,000 cows. I don't know if you saw that video. Did you see the video? Did you did you see the video of the fire and listen to the fucking cows? I, no way I, couldn't I couldn't do it. Really, because because here's hungry. I made a couple burgers on the grill after I listened to. Here's the thing, but here's the thing. Like, uh, I love meat. I love steaks. I love burgers. Uh, But I I also have an understanding that these animals are animals, and they, you know, they're like they're like a dog. Like, you know, your dog has feet. Like my dog knows what the fuck is going on. Like I don't care what anybody says. My dog knows. Like she's smart enough to figure shit out. Like. She understands us, uh, and, and she has feelings. Like, you could tell when she's sad, she's jealous, etc. These cows have feelings, and they, they feel pain, like they're getting burned alive. But we also understand that 
real farmers, not these giant corporate corporate owned, you know, uh, farms that are like Tyson and shit that are just just slaughtering these people, these these cows inhumanely, making them live inhumanely. Most of them actually care for their animals and they're killed. They're killed in a very humane way and they yeah. feel no pain. And and this is a has been a food source for human beings for centuries yeah but cow farts james cow farts all these cows that are farting in the fields i mean aoc knows what she's talking about the cow here to tell you now man pig is very real and he most certainly exists global warming although it's not global warming anymore it's climate change they have to call it climate change because they don't know if it's going to freeze or it's going to get hot or both so we got to call it climate change thanks al gore global warming but you know, they're worried about us eating meat. Uh, they're worried about us owning anything, but they want to keep giving money to Ukraine. I mean, Zelensky himself is like parroting Joe Biden saying, yeah, they need to, they need to tax American billionaires more so that we can have a steady flow of support to Ukraine because we need more money. I, you know, he, I, he, Zelensky needs more pianos than he can do with his dick. And then we have the U.S. State Department, who's literally funding wokeness in other countries, giving $850,000 for the rights of gender diverse people in fucking Bangladesh, a million dollars for LGBTQ advocacy in fucking Asia. Like, and even little things. It all adds up $3,000 for LGBTQ movie rights, movie nights in Australia. We, we, we're giving Australia as uh, some organization three thousand dollars so they can have gay rights in Australia. This is funded by our no, this is funded by our tax dollars. Well, yeah, our state well, yeah, yeah but, but I'm saying the state department's budget that we're paying for, yes, yes, our tax dollars are, are paying for this kind of thing. It's just like when they gave out the stimulus, 10 million of the stimulus went to Pakistan for gender studies. Like, the fuck are we sending 10 million dollars to Pakistan for gender studies? It's it's absolutely ridiculous, and uh, what's what's terrifying. Not only are they doing all of this stuff to our food, Alan. Not only are they, uh, you know, destroy, incentivizing us, destroying our credit, and making us poor. This whole new AI movement is is uh, really cool, but at the same time, fucking terrifying. It is terrifying, and and I terrifying, so- dude. I'm going to tell you one thing I see terrifying about it on a standpoint of <clears throat> personal responsibility and individuals, individuals, I guess, is if I have a business, whatever, doing whatever the fuck it is, and my business is based on customer service and I have you know, a product or website or whatever else, and somebody decides to make an AI video of me saying something really, really maybe about a certain class of people, a certain race of people, and people are seeing it as me saying this. I mean, somebody just made a meme AI video of Hillary Clinton talking about endorsing Ron DeSantis because he'll he'll be the one that does what he's told. And you look at it. And if, if you didn't look really closely and know what this AI is about and actually look at the mouth of Hillary Clinton on the video, you would actually think that it's really her saying this. Imagine how many lives, how many businesses, how many reputations. It's already happening, Alan, because it's already happening. And this is this is a, something I want to tell every one of our audience and uh, tell everybody who's listening and to, to spread this as far and wide as possible, because 
when I hear these stories and see these news reports, it's fucking terrifying. So what they're doing right now is uh, they're getting copies of your voice. Yeah. And they're putting it through the AI and then they're calling your loved ones, like your, your mother yeah, your, yeah. and, 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 Pretend they're they're making the voice sound identical to you to say, oh, I've been kidnapped, this, that, and the other. I'm in gra- grave danger. Uh, and it sounds like you could not tell the difference on the phone. You it could happened. not tell the difference. It's happening and, to people now. Huh? It's happening to people now. It's already happening. This is already happening. So so, so the war, this is why I, I want to tell people. So what I suggest and 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 what I, uh, I'm doing with my family uh, is – Get a code word, a safe word, that if something like this were to happen, they, 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 there's a word that we're going to say right. that lets us know that it's a real person. Because, and unfortunately, we have to take these steps. Because my grandmother, God bless her, she's no longer with us, but she used to get scammed every fucking day right. on the telephone every day by some solicitor on the phone like my it was the most ridiculous thing she was in her 80s she had no clue what the hell she was doing but she'd get scammed all the time and my father had to fix her her credit get get her money back like getting robbed left and right it was insane. like publisher clearinghouse got more money from my grandmother than anybody and 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 that was from indians and people on on the phone we're now getting our parents are now getting phone calls from people that sound identical to us. How do you expect them to be able to handle that? Like, Alan, imagine your daughter. You got a phone call and it was your daughter on the phone, and you, you, it sounded exactly like your daughter. And she's like, "Dad, I'm in. I'm, I've been kidnapped. This, that, and the other. I need. I need your help." And, and you thought it was her, and you wired all of this money to get her out to save her. And all of a sudden, you fought, she's like in in her bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, I see. I'm, I'm a bluff caller, and I, 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 we, me and my family were talking about. I know you're a bluff caller, Alan. And I'm sure you, you wouldn't fall for it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying the average individual has no fucking clue. Right, and and the whole the whole family safe word thing is important. And there, if you go on YouTube, there's a couple of videos. There's actually a woman um that happened to I forget where she was from, where it was her daughter, mm-hmm. and they wanted money, but even even financially, they could destroy you if you fall for it. But even say, hey. Um, you know, uh, mom or, or, or it's my voice talking to my wife. Hey, I've been in an accident and they're taking me to such and such hospital. Very yeah. excited to find out what the local hospital is. And they have you go into the hospital and then all of a sudden they snatch you up or your loved one up in the parking lot of the hospital in a van and you, you end up getting, you know, uh, sold to some fucking Saudi prince or something like that. You know, like this human trafficking is going to be take a huge. It's going to be a huge weapon for human trafficking. This AI for human trafficking for young women and children could be a real, real, real game changer for them, and a life destroyer for so many people. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, 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 it's it's one of those things where again, get a safe word, and uh, you know. We were joking about it the other day, even because we were watching the video of my daughter. She's 10. We were, we were talking about it. And I looked at her and I says, listen, if if somebody calls me and it's and it's you and says, hey, dad, blah, 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 I'm going I'm, I'm to tell them, you know what? I don't even care. Just kill her. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just so, and, chop her head off. You know what? It's going to save me money in the long run if you just cut her up into little pieces. I won't have to feed her anymore. Yeah. I won't have to you know, hire a cremation service. It would save me a lot of time. But literally, it, it, it's it's wild, and 
I'm waiting to see. Now, you would hope media outlets would be able to to tell the difference, but like political commercials, you know. If, <laughs> Well, I, I got to interrupt you real quick. Scorpion in the chat said, "If an AI called Alan and said they would show him their tits, he would fall for it." Yeah, they if, if somebody listen, listen. If somebody called me right now, AI, and was like, "Listen, if if you wire us ten thousand dollars, we'll bring Nancy Pelosi to your house topless." I'd probably wire them the ten thousand. <laughs> Like really, really gonna bring? Are you really gonna bring Nancy Milkers to my house if I give you ten thousand dollars? Like, don't don't threaten me with a good time. But you know, want to know who I would fuck? Nancy Pelosi. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. I just, wow. I just want to stare. But so I didn't mean to. You know, let's take let's take all of the memers out there. I mean, the meme videos that are happening now. The fucking video production of these of some of these meme videos are second to none. Are just unbelievable. I, I can't even believe the quality of them. And you know whether AI is involved in that, I don't know. I so I use that Open AI program. I wanted to test it out for um, ChatGPT. Uh, yeah, for like a like I have the cigar company, and I'm going to be doing a like. Yeah. There's a lot of listen. There's a lot of great benefits to I'm gonna, it. I'm going to tell you how amazing it is. I went on there because I want to start a blog on the cigar website to give it more, you know, better uh, search optimization and all that. And I literally put in, write me an article about ways to cut a cigar. Okay, mm-hmm. and I, and I, I set my timer on the phone, and I hit, and I hit the button to generate. And I watched it type it out. It finished. I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. A minute and 10 seconds. There was over 1,500 words. And I read it. And it was not only accurate, but it was fucking flawless down to the last punctuation. And I was like, I I, I, I sat back from the computer and I was like, holy. Unbelievable. So if I was in high school or if I was in college, AI oh was doing every single South one. Park, an episode. South Park wrote a whole yeah. episode using ChatGPT. Yeah. Was it was credited as an author, and it was all about ChatGPT and how yeah. they were responding to their girlfriends using ChatGPT. But what's what's really terrifying, and I want to talk about what Elon mentioned with 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 the AI. But someone said to me the other day, a couple of weeks ago, about AI. Uh, and the most terrifying thing about AI, and, and it really makes you think, is we have no idea how long AI technology has existed. Like the government it could have had this technology that we're watching and we're literally seeing with our own eyes and, um, and, and our jaws are dropping at how good it is. And we know that the government has technology way in advance before we do. And if they had this technology, like, think about this. You've seen the photos, the videos, the things that they're, they, they're, this AI is able to do. You have no, you cannot differentiate some of these photos. They, they oh. completely AI generate photos of people that don't even exist. And they look at the photos and you're like, yeah, that looks like a fun fucking party. Like, yeah, it looks like a good I'm, fucking time. I'm wondering. So I think if we have access to it now publicly, 
Okay, mm -hmm. we do. We can use it anytime we want. Then that means the government had it, I'd say, minim minimally, minimally, mm -hmm. as far back as the 80s. Yep. 100%. Uh, Which, again, if we had have, it now, been using it, huh? If we had it now, they had it back then. I agree. So that, that, that that's what's terrifying to me is because we're seeing with our own eyes how amazing this tech is, how capable this tech is, and what it's able to do, and we're blown away. Now, th the government has had this tech, and they have definitely have been using it against us. Like what, what situations like that we're watching on TV, that were like literally news situations were generated by AI. Yeah. Like, like really, really think about it. Like, like you, you remember, remember the inauguration, Alan, this is, this is something that's very interesting. Remember the inauguration? There's videos of people at the inauguration. They're literally across the street on the rooftops filming and it's all cloudy and there's nobody there. There's nobody there in these, in the, in this video footage at the inaugura inauguration when Spain said it played three hours before it actually happened in the United States. Hmm. Um, you know, what if that whole situation was AI generated? What if that whole situation was created by AI? We know it's capable. I I wouldn't I wouldn't put it I wouldn't put anything past it. And I, I listen, as bad as AI can be, I believe it could also be used for good things. Like for example, uh sketch artists you're looking for a homicide suspect, a kidnapping suspect. Could you be able to sit down with someone who's giving a description? And you know, there there are some great sketch artists out there. But can we can this can this be a tool for sketch artists to use an AI program to generate a better image for so, a potential suspect? For uh, I I agree. There's definitely benefits. There's definitely benefits. Like anything else, so we have technology could be used for good and evil. We have we have an example, Alan. We have an example that both you and I can relate to, and I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to because we were alive and uh, uh, old enough to remember what it was like before social media and technology really took hold. Of course. We we remember this. A lot of genera a lot of kids now have no idea. They have no clue. They they no, only know technology. They don't know what it's like sitting in an AOL chat room for hours on end. Even just even like even like 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 uh uh American Pie the movie. You watch the movie, there's no cell phones in that movie. Everybody's present at the party. Everybody yeah. is like in the moment and and they're not all, all on their phones. And it was a time that was so different because we had to interact with each other. Like I remember hanging out with people in the backyard and like just hanging out and enjoying each other's company, just shooting the shit. Now when everybody's just hanging out, like nobody is engaging. It's all down in our phones and like, hey, look at this. Look at this meme. Look right. at like, like even, even, and I do it too. Like even my, me and my girlfriend, we're literally sitting right next to each other on our phones, just like showing each other funny videos on our phones. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not like engaging pre-technology. You couldn't do that. You can maybe turn on the TV, watch a movie or something, yeah. but you couldn't, you, you had to be present in the moment. And, and I say all the time, I go back in a heartbeat as much as I am aware technology has 
tons of benefits, being able to communicate with people, being able, like me living across the country and all my friends being in New Jersey and my family being in New Jersey, having this technology makes that a lot easier because I can get on a FaceTime and be like, Hey mom, what's going on? And I can still see her face to face. You know what I'm saying? Like that technology is great, but I'd rather go back. I would not want to go back for really only one reason. And what's that? The one reason I wouldn't want to go back is because then would we still be forced to eat and consume the lies that the deep state, the government? That is not, yes, yes, hundred percent. But like, but like, 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 like let, let, let's 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 take out the government and take out everything that's going on politically. Just as a human yeah. being, as a human being, like just the technology itself, like if we could take all of that government nonsense and all of the bullshit that I a hundred percent agree with you, we would not be able to fight this war that we're in without the technology that, and the social media and the connection that we have with people. 1000%, but take that out. I'd rather go back to before technology and we had to actually communicate and uh, like having a phone is fine. Like dial up, like being able to call somebody. Sure. Uh, but I get what you're saying. I I I miss the 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 human connectivity. Like the the there's something different about connect. Like even though I can FaceTime my mother, it's still different than it is me talking in the same room as her. Like when we were hanging out the other day, we even said it's different doing a show together than it is over a screen. And and there's a different feeling. There's a different energy. Yeah, and, I hated uh, it because I couldn't get away from you even if I wanted to because you were there in person. Alan had the meat sweats in the corner. He was like sweating because he was so close to me. Yeah, it was horrible. Because I I you know, I've I've learned to love technology because I hate most people. Just really quick, back to the AI. Anybody that, that's listening, because you take like public figures or even even real low class uh public figures, I guess you could say like us over like to the bottom of the barrel podcasters, right? where it's easy to get my voice everywhere. It's easy to get uh, your voice, James's voice, where I'm just going to, I'm just going to say this as a blanket statement that if you ever see an AI video of me talking, uh, uh, talking uh, very harshly towards anybody, it's probably all true. Anyway, it's probably how I really feel. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll back that statement up and he, it probably is is Alan. It's not an AI of all the people that I hate out there watching on rumble, wherever you're watching on rumble right now, because there's a lot of people watching. Can you just please hit the follow button on the rumble? Subscribe. Yeah. It fucking helps us big time. Hit hit the smash the green follow. Even if you can hit the rumble button, because what I'm noticing is that every time that happens, it helps the algorithm and gets us kind of like bounced up maybe a notch and we get more viewership because more people are seeing it. So if you're just watching a minute, stop being a lazy fuck and hit the green follow button. Right underneath the video on the bottom right hand corner. It fucking it really really helps out. Hit hit Alan's follow. Hit my follow. Wherever you're watching, hit the like. Uh, these things go a long way. You don't have to do it if you want to share it. We would love you, but you don't even have to share it. The the follow goes a long way. Uh, we really appreciate it. But Elon Musk had an interview with Tucker Carlson recently yes. about about AI and some of the things that he was saying. Um. How he, threw, he threw Zuckerberg under the bus and he, he, it was good because, you know, Tucker was asking about, you know, um, how, how, you know, he confirmed Tucker that 
the government had access to everybody's Twitter from the, their postings to their DMs. DMs, yep. Yep. And then he went as far as he was talking about Zuckerberg's and, and you know, Elon said, well, he spent $400 million in the last presidential election. So him doing that, um, do you think he's unbiased? And obviously, so what, the, the question was like, why won't, you know, Mark Zuckerberg do what you did as far as he's not unbiased. <laughs> censorship. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, well, he donated all that money. Uh, does that seem unbiased to you? He's like, yeah, it's true. Another great thing is when he was asked, you literally. Tucker said to Elon, you laid off 80 percent of the Twitter workforce. How are you able to run Twitter with only 20 percent of the workforce? And Elon was like, it actually doesn't take that many people to run Twitter, then why did they have so many? And he basically said, well, if you're concentrating that much on censorship and and being a political activist and being right, if you're and having political activists work for you, then you would have that many employees that were monitoring everybody's posts and seeing who they're suspending, who they're violating, who they're disbanding and everything else. So it made sense because that's why they needed all of those people. So he literally cut the workforce 80% because that is how it wasn't all him fired. It wasn't just him firing people. A lot of people left as well. Well, yeah, uh, they, they saw the writing on the wall. They knew he, he he's like, he's like, we don't, we run perfectly fine with only 20% of the employment that we had. Speaking of Twitter, because I'm loving, I am loving all of these elitist scumbag Hollywood celebrities and performers go ape shit. They're all getting their checks taken away because they won't um, pay the $8. You had what's his name? Uh, was it Jason Alexander uh, uh, who plays uh, George Cassander on Seinfeld? Seinfeld? Oh, Scorpion, he, you say he's a big Seinfeld guy. He just put a thing out today, Jason Alexander, that. Um, because of the uh, his his blue check being taken away, and he's got like seven hundred thousand followers. I will no longer be posting on this platform. You could find me on Instagram and somewhere else. Um, there's a few other people that are saying that, and then some reporter said this is. I thought it was. I thought it was a satire post, but it wasn't. This is so dangerous. People are going to die. People are going to die checks away because they're so worried about being impersonated and docs and everything else because of the little stupid blue check that's verified on, on who they are. And literally multimillionaire Hollywood scumbags are going crazy because their little blue check on Twitter is getting taken away. News organizations who are being appropriately labeled are leaving the platform and, and I'm, I'm, of course, on there tw- tweeting responses back like, Twitter isn't a fucking airport. You don't have to announce your departure. Nobody cares. Nobody, Nobody cares. Is Nobody cares that you're leaving. You're here or you're not. And I get it. People are like, oh, I don't want to give Elon Musk my money. All right. My attitude is I like Twitter. Twitter is the place to be. Twitter and Instagram. I like Twitter. And it, if it keeps the lights on for, for you, Twitter, I'm okay with it. Do you – do you – really believe that they're done posting on Twitter. Like just like they said, oh I'm moving to Canada or um I mean uh, some of them some of them put on their post and haven't posted in days. I'm sure they're gonna be back. I'm sure they're gonna be back. 
Um, I like what Twitter's doing. Uh, Rob Reiner said he was going to get off of Twitter for some student until Donald Trump was in, indicted, and he came back. That tweet, and he's on there. I I like what Twitter's doing. Uh, I just applied for it. It's been a while. It's my application because you can do subscriptions now, and a lot of people are getting approved to subscribe. Well, you can charge two ninety nine a month, five ninety nine a month, whatever you want, and you can have. A whole separate, a separate, you know, members only tweet board that you can share content that only your su- subscribers can see, and and people are, are are already being becoming successful with it. Like there, are, I think some memers that have it, some reporters. Uh, the reporter I did a show with him, the guy from Africa, uh, the the White House uh, correspondent uh, Simon Atiba. I talked to a lot on Twitter. He uh, he started a subscription and he he blew up. He's got I think almost hundred thousand followers. He told me the other day he he couldn't believe it. He has hundreds of people now paying him five dollars a month so they can see you know like premium content from him, and so that could be something for Twitter creators to, to make some money to monetize on Twitter. I think Twitter is looking into something where uh, if, you, if you if you meet a certain criteria, you can make money off the ad revenue or ad yeah, revenue money or off your page. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm a little excited to see where it goes. I mean, listen, I don't. I, I've always said this from the start. You know, Elon Musk isn't the in the free speech hero. I don't trust him, but I yeah. like what he's doing with the platform. Actions so, speak very loudly. Yeah. Actions speak very loudly. And, and I, was I won my appeal when Jeb Ellis's fucking team went after me and got my yeah. account permanently. I know you were so mad. What a but, fucking cunt. But it's it. it I, I still haven't paid twitter and i don't know if i will and same with instagram i i, I don't know if i will um even though there's no ben i did it for instagram but i I'm, i might cancel it there's no, absolutely no additional benefit to do it on instagram twitter i like because i can post so from a computer i can post up to a 60 minute video on my feed yes on, I, yeah like i couldn't post the video with that you shared with roger i no. I, I can repost your post because i'm not i'm not I think from my from my phone, I can post up to a ten minute video, and I don't know if it started yet, but I believe I don't. I haven't tried it. Not that I would type that much, but I, it's either happening or it happened already. Where if you're verified, you can type a tweet up to four thousand words. You can type much longer. Yes, I've seen. Them. I've already seen them. I've already seen them. Uh, yeah. You can type, type full so, long tweets. Um, and uh, I haven't figured out how to type in bold and italics yet. I don't know if you can do it from your phone or just the computer. Maybe just the computer. I do. I do like what Twitter is becoming. I do. I think the actions speak very, very loudly. Um, but at the, at the same time, I, I still keep Elon at an arm's arm's length. Actions speak very loudly. But what, what he said in the interview with Tucker about AI uh, he had a couple statements that were pretty oh, fucking yeah. wild, um, and this is why I I I I agree with you, Alan. It it, it can be a phenomenal tool. It can help biz- with people with businesses. It can help me make money. There's so many things. It it, it it can help with this show. Like we can make this show better using some of this AI tools and AI technology. Uh, for make you look a little better looking. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Listen, um, AI is going to help bloggers. It's going yeah. to help. It's going to help people. Anything that has yeah, to do with our show, one hundred percent. 
AI can help authors. AI can help so many people, but like anything else, it falls into the wrong hands. They use it for the wrong reasons. That is what it is going to happen. And that's that's what makes me nervous because Elon Musk made a a very interesting statement about uh, Larry Page. Yes, uh, and his thoughts about AI. With he, that, or they used to hang out. He stayed at his they house. They used to hang out a lot. They used yeah. to hang out a lot, and they were discussing, uh, you know, the dangers of AI. And he was basically like, "Yeah, Larry, Larry Page does not care about the dangers of AI. He basically wanted to create a digital god. Is what he wanted. To do. It could devastate the world. And, it could devastate a civilization." He, after he he made those statements about Larry Page, he said exactly that. He goes, "This could be a civilization-ending type of technology." Um, and though when you hear and 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 Tucker's like, "Wait a second, like." You were one of the guys who helped create this technology. Like you were like in the room, like, like yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. And this is again one of those reasons why I'm like, ah, Elon Musk, fuck, man. But again, 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 the benefits of this technology, like if I were hearing, like if someone came to me and I I had uh unlimited resources like Elon Musk, and I was a very smart guy, and which I'm I'm, I'm I have neither. Um, <laughs> complete retard complete retard mm-hmm. but let's just say i wasn't and i had unlimited resources and someone came to me and and pitched me the idea of ai and what it's capable of and what it can actually do for humanity if used used by good people right it's it's a phenomenal piece of technology that can again help millions and millions of people with so many different things businesses etc um and i i'd want to help be a part of that. Like that's like a humanity changing type technology with what it's capable of doing. Um, But once you start building it and you realize maybe all of a sudden you realize, Oh shit, wait a second. There's also some consequences to this technology. And if not handled properly, like we're in bad shape. So the fact that he's speaking about that now and, and talking about it, maybe too little too late, but he's actually blowing the whistle about the dangers of this technology um, I do give him credit for that because uh, he could have very easily kept quiet and not taken any criticism. Sure. And like, it, you know, people are now going to criticize him because he was involved in the creation of this technology, especially if this technology takes a, a wrong turn, which is, again, very possible. Um, you know, what they're capable of doing, you know, what, 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 what are we going to see in the future with this kind of technology? How are they going to manipulate humanity with this technology? Like there's so many different, different things that this could play out and different ways that this could play out in the wrong hands. And as of right now, the people that control tech, if you ask me, they're the wrong hands. They're, they're like most of the people that left Twitter are now working at chat GPT. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, but again, I'm trying to, embrace the positives of it like i know someone who uh, does uh safety training for pharmaceutical companies and other big companies and stuff and a uh, big pharmaceutical company asked them to write a essay on a certain um uh safety protocol for something and he used the chat ai website what is it chat what is it chat gpt gpt right chat gpt chat gpt and um he said it took him literally less than a minute to come up with a thousand word essay that's what they were looking for in an explanation and yep. he read it and he said this is perfect and he handed it in and literally that minute essay landed him a 
safety consulting contract worth tens of thousands of dollars. Yep. Like. No, like uh, Alan, but, but, but it also goes, it also goes the same for people that aren't qualified for positions that aren't qualified to have that all of a sudden they use chat GPT to write an essay. Like, Hey, I'm not really qualified. Let me write this essay through chat GPT and maybe I'll get lucky and they'll, they'll fucking hire me. And all of a sudden they're hired in a job that requires actual real training and skill that they, they do not have. And it, it, it's a job that, you know, could put people in danger. Um, you know, there's, there, it, it's a double-edged sword, a hundred percent. There's, there's so many benefits and, and I'm, I'm using some, some of the ve- benefits of chat GPT myself. You're, you're, you'd be stupid not to, but at the same time, there's some real dangers and those who use, uh, Snapchat, the app, yeah. uh, there's a, there's a new AI that comes along with Snapchat that you cannot delete. So I know this. So my kid, you, she's very good with it though. She uses Snapchat to talk to certain friends. And, um, you know, we had a whole, she knows the, and I get to see everything anyway, but she, um, you're assigned. I think it's like, cool. I don't know what it's your AI. Yes. You're, you're assigned your own AI. Yes. We were messing with it uh, yesterday. And, uh, I said, she was on it, and I said, ask your AI what it thinks about Donald Trump, and it went into this whole thing about I am not, uh, you know, basically saying I'm neutral. Yeah, and then he asked about Joe Biden. And then asked about Joe Biden and the same thing, and then I was like, and then I was talking to it. I'm like, well, Joe Biden sucks, and he raped his daughter. And literally the AI said, I can't speak about that at this time. But it's also wild because I saw some people like, cause again, I, 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 if I could delete it, I would delete it. Like I wouldn't want it on my app. Uh, I, I, as soon as I saw it pop up, I was like, how the fuck do I delete this? I tried to find it and I couldn't find it. And I was really I pissed off. And uh, I saw someone messaging it and it was like, uh, Hey, do you, do you have access to my location? Like, AI bot. Do you have access to my location? No, I don't have access to your location. Uh, then, then it followed up and asked another random question. And then after the random question, it was like, can you uh, find me a McDonald's? And then it gave them the closest McDonald's to their house. And he's like, wait a second. If you don't have my location, uh, how are you able to find the closest McDonald's to my yeah. house? And it, And it's literally trying to I'm not a tech guy, but I'm wondering if it doesn't pinpoint your exact location, but would give you like similar to Google Maps almost. Does it tap into the navigation of your device to give you at least the general locations of those things, the closest to your general location? I don't know. I'm just wondering. Um, It. I don't know either, but again, so we know the type of technology that AI is and we know what it's capable of. And now they're forcing it, not just, not just on you, but the children that are using this. Yeah. So it's funny. Cause uh, I'm, I'm big with the, the, the location blocker and everything. So my, my kid can't take her iPad anywhere, whether it has to stay in the house. Right. 
unless mm-hmm. she's with us and we're going like to somebody's house and she brings it with her mm-hmm. to have, you know, so she's not bored. Her cell phone can't have any of those apps on it. Like she can't have any of those apps on her yeah, cell phone. Yeah. So you can monitor. Right. So, so like, I don't want like something like that that can maybe pinpoint location. And if she's at a friend's house and has her phone, I don't want them. I don't want, you know, people to, to be able to pinpoint the app from her phone or pinpoint the app from her iPad. And, you know, someone comes to the house, they're going to die of lead poisoning or they're going to be German shepherd food anyway. You know, I Stallone. Yeah. Stallone. He caught a bumblebee today. That must have went well. The bumblebee came in the house. The back door was open. I had it open and, uh, the bumblebee came in and I was trying to get it because bumblebees don't sting. They don't, they, they don't, they don't have big fluffy ones, right? What's that? The big fluffy ones, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The big, big fat old bumblebees, like the, the Lizzo's of the, of the bee world. Yeah, she said that she's the staple of, of, uh, of a beautiful woman. Yeah. Yeah. So it's flying around and I, I almost get it. And he comes up, gets on his hind legs and he grabs it and it like vibrates in his mouth and he shakes like crazy and he lets it out. And then it tries to fly again and he grabs it again and he does the same thing. You can hear it vibrating in his mouth, like against his tongue. So it bothers <laughs> So then he grabbed it again. And of course when he grabbed it again, it was like a real, like a real chomp and he killed it. I'm like, really? We need the bumblebees. You got to kill the bumblebees. He, he's, he's, what he's a dick, Stallone. He said, my, my old German shepherd, Clyde, he used to catch birds midair. If they flew too in the yard, he used to jump and grab them. One day I was on the phone with somebody, and uh, they had uh, uh, vinyl, vinyl fence. A squirrel's running across it, and the squirrel decides he's going to jump from the fence to the tree. It's about four feet away. And midair, I see my dog jump, and all I hear is crunch, and he catches the squirrel in midair. And then he brings it over and he throws it at my feet like it was his rubber tongue. And it's uh-huh. like the squirrel's like twitching on the ground, taking its like last movement. And then he backs up like from it with his tail wag and like I'm going to pick it up and throw it. Throw it. That squirrel didn't do anything to you. You caught it in midair and just. My, my, my boy Rocky did that to a bunny rabbit. He caught a rabbit and just ragdolled it. Just ragdolled it. So we're talking about killer animals for a second. My um, my sister-in-law down south, um, my wife and kid were down there. They have this cat, Casper. It's a, it's a small cat. This cat is jealous of the other cat in the house that's bigger and wants to show dominance and now has become a wild bunny and squirrel killer. And he goes out. And he's a small cat and he catches bunnies and he bites their heads off and eats the heads and he leaves the headless bodies on the front porch of my in-law's house. That's amazing. (laughs) And now I'm getting videos every day of it. He catches a squirrel yesterday and just eats his face off and leaves it on, on the porch. And then today grabs a bunny doesn't kill it and brings the live bunny into the house. They have a bunny hopping around the house that the cat brought in that they're trying. They, to they can't. They can't catch it. Finally, finally, the cat catches it and is trying to rip its head off in the living room. And they're trying to grab the cat and the bunny. Like you're gonna, now you're gonna murder the bunny in the living room. 
Is there small kids in the house? I hope not. No, I don't know. Old, old, older kids, but like, oh my goodness, my my, my daughter was down there, and they were out, and they came back, and the cat. They were like, "What the hell is the cat eating on the front porch?" And it's eating a baby bunny's head. Like, there's a headless bunny there, and it's eating the head. Like fucking zombie cat, right? My daughter. Her, she, her favorite stuff. She has a bunny gang. She has like these five stuffed animals that are all bunnies. One of them's like 30 years old, right? And that's like she, <laughs> they were trying to cover it. And she, she was like losing it. Like she couldn't believe she hates cats. That is even worse. She hates cats. And she now this cat this little brown baby bunny, a cat with a spawn of Satan. And uh, yeah, she was like devastated. It was, yeah, I, hate, I hate cats too. I'm not a cat. Sneaky fucks. They are the, the way they stare at you. They're like, I ah, fuck you. Cat people are like vegans. Like they always tell you when you when you tell when I tell people I hate cat. Oh, my cat's like a dog. Like no, it's they, not. No, it's not. Yeah, that's what they always say though. Rodent. That's what your cat is a glorified rodent. Say that. Oh, my cat's just like a dog. It plays and and does all these dog things. I'm like, no, your cat sucks. Your cat fucking sucks. Your cat. And uh, that's what. They, but same thing with the vegans. They're like, yeah, I you know. I, I eat this beyond meat. It's just like me. It's the same thing. There's nothing more loyal than a dog. No, nothing. Nothing. Lock, lock your wife in the trunk, in the trunk of your car and open it and see what happens. You lock your dog in the trunk and you open it, it's going to come out licking your face. Happy to see you. Wife's not going to do that. Nope. Dogs will be like, oh, that's something there, but you're here to save me. Thank you. Your wife's going to try to kill you. If only dogs could cook and make sandwiches, you wouldn't need a fucking wife. Yeah, Alan probably puts peanut butter on his balls already. Cottage cheese. Cottage cheese. Oh, okay. That's Stallone's favorite. Cottage cheese. Some curdled cheese on my ball sack. That's really disgusting. It's a, it's a great image, Alan. I hope our audience loves that as we uh, start to wrap up the show. We have a country to save people. And I'm telling you, if you're not involved one way or another, get your ass up off your couch, get in the fight. Ron DeSantis is not going to be the Republican nominee. Nope. If you're if you're one of those people with hashtag DeSantis2024 on your Twitter page, you might as well have pronouns. Don't ever watch my fucking show again because you might as well have pronouns. And I and I don't hate Ron DeSantis. He's doing his doing his job in Florida, but I never want to see him president ever. Ever. If somebody can give me a good good reason and debate me on why Ron DeSantis should be president over Donald Trump, I would be happy to have that debate with anybody. But, there is no discussion. But I'm going to I'm going to tell I'm going to say one thing to those people because I see it on Twitter, and it goes back to when Joe Biden was running for president. People were voting for Joe Biden not because they wanted him for president. They were voting for Joe Biden because they did not want Donald Trump as president. That's the yep. only reason. And what I'm seeing from these DeSimps, these DeSanta bros, are the only thing they can do is tell you negative things about Donald Trump. And the only positive things they could say about Ron DeSantis is him doing a good job as governor, what he's supposed to be doing. Not doing anything extraordinary. And to be honest with you, there were better governors in florida than Ron DeSantis. rick scott was one of them okay. yeah we talked about it on tuesday so like there are a lot of things Ron DeSantis could have done differently 
You know, Florida isn't the best state in the Republic, whether you live there or not. It is what it is. There, there's literally Florida man in Florida. Like, this is like a real thing. Like, Florida is a shit show. Like, I love Florida. Don't get me wrong. But some wild shit happens in that state. Some really fucking wild shit. A lot of drugs, high crime rates in a lot of areas. Yep. Um, I know a lot of people that live in Florida. It's not and a red state. It's a purple state. It's, it's definitely um, more red than it's ever been but yes. still still purple i mean ronda sanders won by 20 points but you know remember it's, probably it's like probably like a maroon now yeah just just remember ronda santis would not be there to do the great job he did as governor if it wasn't for donald trump he was a subpar do nothing member of congress okay Let me ask you this, Alan. what's that i want to ask you this i want to put this idea this thought out there and get your thoughts on it because i heard this earlier what if, because one of the big talking points for these DeSimps is that he won by, what, 1.3 million votes in the governor's race or something like that? 20 points. I mean, I don't know the number, but he won by 20 points, which was he won, he won really big. And if you notice, there wasn't much rigging going on in Florida. So what if, what if they didn't push the rigging in Florida for a reason? Because they wanted Ron to be that guy, to give them this talking point that he won by by X amount of votes, by 20 points in Florida. Because that's one of their major talking points, that he won his election. Donald Trump lost. And, but, and but Donald Trump got more votes in Florida than Ron DeSantis did in his best and election. The only president, he got 11 more, million more votes than he did in 2016 is the only president to do so. Um, and, and he'd have the most votes for any president if it wasn't for Joey Bag of Donuts somehow getting 81 million votes that no one believes he got. Joey Basements. Joey fucking Bag of Donuts. It's, it's an absolute joke, and and um, I think it's a possibility because, again, seeing Ron DeSantis' connections, seeing who he's surrounding himself with, seeing who's pushing for Ron DeSantis, um, you know, the more these things come out, the more establishment he seems. Um the more he seems like he's just there to make it to appease us and get in and then do the establishment's bidding. Like we've seen so many times from so many Republican politicians, they sound, they say all the right things. They even do some of the right, th right things, but when they actually gain real power, can actually make decisions and do things, they completely shit the bed and do the complete opposite. And you look at his voting, voting records in Congress, seems like he's going to toe the establishment line. Um, and that's why I don't trust him. So yeah, I'm excited. it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun year, dude. I really think it's going to be a fun, wild year. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of turmoil, a lot of craziness. It's only just beginning. Um, but you know, and most, most of the Florida congressional delegation and even state level has come out and already endorsed Donald Trump. I think about 11, 11 people I think, from Florida. I think, it's, I think it's more now. I think it might be up to 13. I'm not 100% sure. I think they added more. Uh, there was a one, one or one today or one yesterday. Um, you know, he rally season is going to be upon us and it's going to be wild. I'm, I'm very disappointed in Chip Roy. Chip Soy? I'm not. I'm not. He's in a, listen, uh, he's, you know, uh, listen, he, he, I think he still has a grudge for Donald Trump for talking bad of, of his old boss, uh, Ted Cruz, um, back, back way when possibly uh, I, you know, 
it is what it is. Listen, again, this is going to be the um, the bloodiest, theoretically the bloodiest presidential election and the most important election in American history, I believe. It's going to be the craziest, the things that are going on in the news, the, the, the false flags that are probably going to come. Like, it's going to be intense, dude. And remember, you're gonna have you're gonna have cucks out there like uh, Buck Sexton, who I can't stand. Okay, who's gonna who's turning around that says that DeSantis flipped Florida in one term from purple to solid red, and that he's the he was the best governor during COVID. He's attracted almost a a, a million people to move to Florida in his first term, and he's wrong in a lot of ways. Um, Florida had a Republican governor for uh, a long time. And every single Republican governor that was in office in 2018 did significantly better in 2022. You have South Dakota, Ohio, South Carolina, other places. Christy Nome from South Dakota. Christy Nome. She's a dog. What's that? I love her. She's all right. I like her. She's a smoke. I like she may, she may she may be my new wife since Kayla McKenney betrayed us. Yeah. It's um another thing with weird with Ron DeSantis is this whole I don't know if you saw the um he wants to travel travel abroad to these the whole Florida delegation with I think his secretary of state and other people to uh I don't know what the hell he's doing, but he's gonna go to like three or four different countries. It's very odd. On, on on what he's doing. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, yeah, the shadow campaign, I don't like. He shouldn't be doing it. Nope. He's going to run. run. Um, you know, the, the super PACs behind him are raising a shit ton of money to, in, in order to coax him to run and pressure him to run. The yep. first Jill, Jill DeSantis, or known as Casey DeSantis, but a real name is Jill, is uh, definitely wants to live in the white house she wants to play jackie onassis um, kennedy and uh it's um so uh be interesting let me ask you this alan Hmm. uh yesterday was 420 hope everybody enjoyed their holiday as much as uh john fetterman did they destroyed washington square park in in uh in the city in manhattan they they completely destroyed it I wouldn't be surprised because they're all fucking idiots. John Fetter Squatch. Yeah. John Fetterman walking around Congress in the Senate with sweatpants and a sweatshirt and holding up still blazing after he just miraculously showed up from the uh, stupid flag he held up that still blazing flag. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the holiday, Alan. Uh, probably not because you're a cuck. Well, I celebrated my uncle's birthday. It was Uncle Al's birthday, Adolf Hitler. You might have heard of him. Yes, it was actually Uncle Al. He had oh. the train. He had the trains running on time. Very punctual. The ovens were, were nice and hot too. <laughs> Let's see how many bad messages. That was in such bad taste. Listen, everybody. My great grandfather died a war hero in World War II. He died. He fell out of the guard tower at Ashwitz. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just but, uh, <laughs> very, very dark humor. If yeah, you realize it, Alan, Alan, with your your Jewish last name, <laughs> Mr. Alan Jacoby. <laughs> it is. It is what it is. 
Um, but uh, did you did you uh, besides celebrating Uncle Al's birthday? Did you partake? No, I don't smoke pot. Did your wife have a good holiday? I know she's a big pot smoker. She smokes pot every day. What's one day? It's, it's, it's I did the same thing. But my girlfriend, she surprised me with a, a gift in the morning. I've never smoked pot in my entire life. She gave me these 5,000 milligram edibles. Wow. 5,000 milligram. I guess that's a lot. Did you, did you, did you try any? So, so uh, most people, at the average person, like I gave my girlfriend 15 or... Uh, 30 milligrams the other day and she almost lost her shit like she was so fucking stoned like mo- some people like take five or uh, like even joe rogan takes 25 is what he goes with 25 25 i start at 250 um 250 is where i start so luckily the 5,000 milligrams is 20 gummy rings each one being 250 milligrams so i haven't eaten one yet but I, because uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, because sometimes if I eat too much edibles, yeah, I look like I, I look like I just shot up a bunch of heroin. I can't speak. <laughs> like, uh, I can't. I like it's bad. Like I can't. Like you, you know, clump. Like, You're literally like I, I've been too high off of edibles. Edibles will do that to you. But uh, and then tomorrow I got a caddy for my nephew. He's nine years old, so I'm going to be his caddy on the golf course. So I don't want to look like I did a bunch of heroin around a bunch of kids. But Sunday, I'm probably eating two of these bad boys. I'm going to see how I do. Um, so I've never, I've never smoked pot before. I've taken like CBD gummies and shit. That, that's so I, my wife, years ago, probably about, about six or seven years ago, she gave me. We actually got them from my cousin in um, from Maine. He had sent some, and I it was like a chocolate bar. And she gave me a piece of it of an edible, and she purposely gave me a little more than she should have to fuck with me, I guess. Edibles are uh, dangerous, dude. So dangerous. she gave it to me, and I have this big leather ottoman in my living room. And all of a sudden, there they are. All the stuff, five hundred milligram. That's wild. All of a sudden, it it hit. It uh kicked in, and I was holding on to the ottoman like it was floating in the ocean. Because <laughs> that's what it felt like. Yeah. And I was so worried that I was going to fall off this thing, and the floor was moving. And, like, I couldn't look up. I had to just, like, look down. I was, like, curled up on this ottoman that's, like, floating in the ocean, and I'm in my living room. And then it was bad because I had to pee so bad and I was scared to put my foot on the floor to try to attempt to go to the bathroom. And I was like, I got to go to the bathroom really bad, but I can't get up. And literally my wife is like, come on, I'll help you up. No, I'm just going to, I'll clean it up. I'm just going to piss in my pants right here. <laughs> I'll clean it up. I can't get off this thing. Like I'm going to die. But then like, literally I'm holding on to the wall trying to say as close to the floor as possible to get to the bathroom so I can then take, take a leak. That was my edible experience. I'm so, edibles are dangerous, dude. I, I highly recommend if you're a novice and you don't smoke weed a lot, or you're not, you're, you don't consume uh, THC often. Yeah, Never. stay the fuck away from edibles. It's a dangerous, dangerous game that people play. Um, it one, it releases a chemical that's broken down in your liver. Uh, it starts with a T. It's like a really long word, uh, but it 
makes it it's like making the high intensified it makes it like on steroids it's this is what edibles do when you when you it's called decarboxylating the car the thc like when you heat it up and put it in an oven right and the way it affects our body and and it gets processed is not in the fat tissues it's now in the liver so it intensifies the high when you take edibles and also with edibles it takes forever to set in so like it, a lot of people will start like with 10 milligrams and they'll eat 10 and they'll wait uh, a half hour, 45 minutes. They're like, I don't feel anything. And they'll eat another 10 or sometimes you're like, oh, since I didn't feel anything, I'm just going to eat the whole thing. I'll be fine. And all of a sudden, an hour later, they're like you holding, holding onto the sofa, trying to survive because they ate too much. Yeah. Um, and then they have bad. They never want to consume cannabis ever again because it was so intense and, and they didn't like it. Edible edible highs are much different than actual like smoking highs. Yeah. If you're if you're uh, new to cannabis, I always recommend people taking vapes and starting there because you could take a puff of the vape, sure. wait ten minutes, wait ten minutes, see how you feel, and then take another puff. You're not going to overdo it. Edibles, you don't really know because it really comes down to your weight, your size, how much fat you have. Uh, there's a lot of variables to, 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 that are going to affect how much milligrams that you need to take. Uh, so you don't really know. And they take really long to set in. People, would, When I worked at the dispensary, people would come in all the time from like bumfuck Kansas or like the middle of nowhere. And because they're in Vegas and it's legal in Vegas, they're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to try some weed because I can go to the dispensary and buy it. They've never consumed weed ever. And they don't want to smoke it because the, they don't want to smoke something because the inhalation of, of the hot smoke. So right. I'm going to get an edible. So it's probably the cleanest, not realizing that they're they're going to ruin their their uh, enjoyment for the plant because it's going to be too intense for them. So I used to tell tell people all the time uh, to start with the pen when they'd come into the dispensary like I'd redirect them because you're going to you're you're gonna, you were you pizzaed when you were supposed to french fry and you're going to have a bad time. That makes sense. <laughs> you, you, do you remember that that episode of South Park? Yeah. <laughs> you pizzaed when you were supposed to french fry. You're going to have a bad time. All right. I think it was another successful Freedom Friday. Everybody, make sure you're hitting the follow button on the Rumble channels, please. Rumble is where it's at. That's that's pretty much our that is yeah. our main, you know, uh yeah, that's our main our main platform. Everything, you know, but uh just hit hit that follow. We're really trying to work on you know the algorithms on Rumble and Rumble's doing great things. There's more creators on coming on like every day. There's more networks popping up, bigger names. And uh, it's just uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff on Rumble. It's there's a lot of stuff going on over there. Definitely and, check and, it out. I tell you, I've never really explored Rumble until like recently because Rumble also has a they updated their app on Roku TV where it works just like YouTube. It's great. And uh, there's, there's there's so many other things on Rumble other than politics. Like if you want to watch cute animal videos, you could find them on Rumble. Like they have every gaming section. Like I love now when we make our videos, they can we can put our categories of what we are. So like when I do my gaming shows with Scorpion, and uh, we stream, there's a whole gaming section that you can go to and see gaming streams. Oh wow! On, on Rumble, yeah, it's like there's so many things that you could do. Like I could literally, I, like when we're doing Fortnite, I literally put the category Fortnite. So if you search Fortnite, our stream will come up. Oh, that's for wild. Live videos. It's really cool. Um, 
There's, it's definitely got a lot of kinks it needs to work out, but it's actively getting better. They're working on it. They're 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 growing. There's definitely some things in the behind the scenes as far as the stream keys and things like that that yeah. they need to work out, and the searching and things like that. Still have a couple things that they needed to work out because like we we couldn't find our friends mostly peaceful Latinas. Like some of these things are a little difficult sometimes. Yeah. But it's getting there, and, I, and I'm very excited for what's to come with Rumble. So, so please subscribe, share. It helps us out big time. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, My Page Cigars, Kush Creams, and Sirius CBD. Um, and uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, actually, Alan, we have we have some things that are working behind the scenes. We're going to bring to our audience pretty soon. I'm very excited about uh, that. Are going to probably go along coincide with Rumble. Um, and we're going to be doing some Twitter spaces and th- some things like that. I know we talk about it every yeah. week, but those, those things are definitely coming in the pipeline. So look out for that. Uh, look out for uh, Alan's show. He just had Cynthia Hughes on, what was that, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. I'm actually going to be in a, at an event with her next month. Uh, Cynthia Hughes, who's she has the Patriot Freedom Project, which she advocates for all the January 6th defendants and their family. She's doing a lot. I'm going to be doing some stuff with her. Uh, coming soon. I'm going to an event with her in Manhattan at her and uh, Jerry Perna. Jerry Perna, his nephew, um, was uh, uh, convicted of ridiculous low-level crimes, and they tried to put a terrorism aspect in it, and unfortunately, he took his own life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be with them in Manhattan next month with Alex Berkowitz, uh at a, a speaking event, and then I'm actually going to be with her Sometime in June, she invited me to uh, Edminster. She she has a direct pipeline to Donald Trump. She can call Donald Trump on his cell phone whenever she wants. She was just with him down at Mar-a-Lago, and she invited me to an event with him at the end of June at Edminster. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. She, uh, she she wants me to go to that, and she's, she does her uh, docu-series. Um, P- uh, Patriot Freedom Project, uh, dot com. And they have a really cool docuseries out about the January 6 families because they're focusing on really the, the fallout and the collateral damage because these people that are being charged and jailed for absolute bullshit that are going three and four year and five year jail terms, they're leaving behind wives and kids with a single income who could barely pay their mortgage or who can't pay their mortgage. Or legal fees. There's legal fees. And what they're doing is raising money and they're actually paying for legal fees and she's paying for mortgages and bills and actually with um jeremy brown's mother and daughter uh mother and girlfriend had them at mar-a-lago she was there a couple weeks ago at an event and donald trump um came had a had them come to mar-a-lago for what happened was it was an event the night before that Donald Trump spoke at, that they were at, and Donald Trump didn't get, they didn't get a chance to talk to him, but Jerry Perna was, I'm sorry, uh, Cynthia Hughes was called to another room at a certain time to meet with him, and it was after the event, and he says, yeah, um, there was some January 6th families here, actually, and he was really upset that nobody told him about that, and he didn't get a chance to speak with them, and he said, listen to me, tomorrow night, are they all still here? He says, yeah, they're all here for the next couple of days because they're filming this, finishing filming the second part of this docu-series and said, uh, bring the Mar-a-Lago tomorrow night, the next night for dinner. Um, instead of, Cause I really want to speak with them and assure them and, and tell them what I'm doing behind the scenes. 
Sure as shit. They all show up to Mar-a-Lago, have a beautiful dinner. He comes, he sits with them, he spends time. He was he was hanging out with uh um Jeremy Brown's mother and, and girlfriend. I've spoken to Jeremy's girlfriend on many occasions. And and all of them. And he, you know, they were he really spent a lot of personal time with them, just speaking with them and what their plans are. Jeremy's a whistleblower. He's a whistleblower. He's an American patriot, a Green Beret veteran, yeah. uh, a decorated veteran at that, um, a true American patriot and does not deserve what's happening, not, nor, nor do any of the people that uh, are in prison. They're all being denied their due process. And what Cynthia used in the Patriot Freedom Project is doing is again trying to take care of the families because that's the fallout that's the collateral well, we're damage. gonna we're gonna have jeremy back on the show once we figured out the uh the phone call yeah. situation we're gonna have jeremy back on the show uh, we got a lot of things planned for the future so so hit that subscribe button uh we'll be back on tuesday hope everybody enjoys the weekend yep. uh go out there and gang bang on the government and tell everybody that they suck and uh <laughs> we'll be back next week on tuesday until next time guys where we go one we go all See you Tuesday. Have a good weekend.